Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our, our favorite, favorite actor. actor. I think Question that's how it goes. Mark. Uh. Hey, what's that off that uh, 2008? 16 <laughs> trash album. All right. Um. I don't know. How the podcast starts. I guess uh, you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo <laughs> B. Gyllenhaal, what you would call it. Ain't got all the equipment. <laughs> the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else, which you can almost guarantee maybe that we might mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. Back from hiatus, Hello. it's your boy. Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nate, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Baby Nate, nor the God of Summer, who else I am, Peter Party Starter, who else I am. I'm getting ready, I'm bracing myself. I know what he's about to say. I'm struggling to, I had one in my head before I came here, but I can't. Quite remember, maybe you go something basic like Nate Rogers. Uh, All right, that's the, not the one I thought was coming. The Nate Lich Witch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nation. Hey, that sounds like an Asian rap name. <laughs> Nation. That's a style of music. Hey, you want to listen to some good Nation? Nanos. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I had a good one in my head, but I can't remember. So I'm gonna just go to Roly And it's the bar technician, Joaquin Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya, Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, aka the Hibachi Chef, aka Neon Ember, the FPG. Put in the comments if you know what that stands for. Uncle Hami, and it's been a long time, but I believe it goes Uncle right here. Hami. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. All right, so we've been gone for a few weeks, so we got some stuff to catch up on, and you already know the big, the big daddy, as uh, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj would say back oh, in the day. Oh lord! But we got coming up, so we just gonna let you know from John, we got mass spoilers coming Super up. Super spoilers! But we're gonna save that for later in the show. So if you, you know, all those thousands of listeners out there will actually mm-hmm. want to listen to most of the episode, we ain't gonna hit you with it at the beginning. We're gonna have you on pins and needles on the edge of your seat to wait. 
so you can wait to hear our expertise opinion on Avengers. I got the first punchline of the episode. I'm glad I talked over it because you said you said pins and needles, and I said seamstress, and I didn't even know you said that. That is, that is a shame. <laughs> hey, I showed you how way ahead of you and I can go back, predict what you're going to say without even hearing it. <laughs> Sad. We should, see, we need an intern. We need a laugh counter to see how many laugh breaks we take in a minute. Laugh break oh, is like a fu- ten second pause of laughter. Yeah. We need an intern. Anybody interested in getting some unpaid but valuable experience? They can get some movie posters from. Us. I got mad <laughs> movie posters. I regret. <laughs> I got an ill kung fu panda too. That I got a what's that movie with Damon Wayans Jr. and Jack? Get out! <laughs> original Get Out. I mean, we'll get, get up! Get, get cops! Get cop get out! out. Cop, no, that cop out is uh, T. Morgan and Bruce Willis. Trace? Let's be cops. Okay. Well, speaking of Tracy Morgan, he might have a show that get, might, might get canceled. Dang. Have you watched that show? Uh-uh. The trailers look good. It's it's getting funnier. Cedric the Entertainer, he's in there for about maybe five minutes tops each episode, and he is hilarious every time he shows up. <laughs> Tracy Morgan got some lines here or there. And the, what's that one light-skinned dude who always playing like side characters and shows? And like, I can't think of his name. He was on a Breakfast Club recently, but he's funny. It's just like uh, maybe you gotta take. A, it takes a lot of time for like a season for shows to like get their footing. So I ain't gonna count it out. But I don't know. We'll but, see. But um, They're talking about the Thirty Rock revival, so he got a job if it gets canceled. These revivals is getting, it's getting crazy. out of crazy. Some of them are so Murphy Brown. I don't want that. Everybody who's Murphy Brown fans are. Dead. <laughs> I don't. I don't want no. I didn't want the rails in. Uh, crazy. Uh, Will and Grace is funny, but funny. whatever. All right. Since uh, last episode, which was like a, at least 10, 15 weeks ago, you seen any new movies or any movies at all? Uh, at home, rewatched Get Out. It was entertaining, even though obviously knowing what's about to happen takes away. But it was fun just looking for the Easter eggs and stuff. Also watched Dope. That movie's still great. Um, and then at the theater, I saw A Quiet Place. And, mm-hmm. of course, the very intense Avengers Infinity War, which we will talk about later. All right, what did you think about A Quiet Place? I thought A Quiet Place was real good. Uh, what made it even better was it was short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to still try to hold spoilers, even though it's been about four weeks. Yeah. John Krasinski, he did a great job directing and acting. Uh, Emily Blunt also did great. Uh, Of course, it was lower budgeted, and it did big numbers. So, of course, sequel sequel in line. (laughs) I hope that John will direct it, but I doubt it since he already signed up for another sci-fi movie. Yeah, I can picture this next one being whack. I don't want it. I don't (laughs) like when it's it's probably going to be two hours. It's going to go against everything that made this one good. It's probably not going to be silent. They're going to be talking. Yeah, but I thought that was a good movie. Basically, if you don't know what it is, the Earth population is wiped out. Due to like these death angels that feed on sound, but for more on that, listen to episode ninety three. 
of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and now, I remember, Stitcher. I'm glad you did, because <laughs> I surely didn't. <laughs> yep, you can listen to up from episode, when we start going on iTunes. Wow, I feel like 30. I was going to say 40s, 40. but it could easily be 30s. I know it was, it was probably a lot while ago than I feel like it was, but time is flying. Whatever episode it was, all the way to now. You can now listen to it on Stitcher if you have that app. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. It'll be easy to rewatch if uh, if you're watching it with someone that ain't seen it. It wouldn't be one of those ones like, I already seen this. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You can be like, ah, I got an hour and a half to sit there and watch this movie. It's pretty good. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I thought I thought Emily Blunt did a really good job in yeah. it. Like, I don't know if I said it on the last episode, but the fact that when she was going through something where she injured herself. That was crazy. <laughs> was pregnant she, and had to be quiet while running from this thing at the same time. And delivered the baby. Yeah, that was a lot of stress and she, pain that she was going through. And I felt like she captured that uh, as well as you could possibly yeah, capture that. Ain't no telling how. She was walking down the steps barefoot as one of the monsters was uh, in the house. She stepped on a nail. <laughs> a big old nail. That too. nail was in her foot. She held in the screams. Water she, broke. Yep. Well, then her water broke. <laughs> and then there's something I really don't like that happened to John Krasinski. Uh, yeah. All kids. because his daughter didn't want to just take the pain for her ears. Those kids. <laughs> those kids were murderers in that movie. Uh-huh. Like, I like how the beginning started out, like, started out slow. You think it's going to be like, all right, it's going to be one of those, like, conjuring type of slow burner movies, which are really good, but... Just, you know, get prepared what you're going to watch. And then, bam, slaps you in the face. So that set the moment. That set the vibe right. And then just like it did basic things throughout that whole movie. But a lot of times you don't need like something like Avengers where people like pulling moons down and whatnot. <laughs> you just got to something like stepping on a nail while being pregnant while it's dodging a monster is real dope. Smooth. It was, it it's was good storytelling. Yep. Yeah, at that beginning. See, since it was a quiet movie, you couldn't. Have see them harness the loss of uh, that uh, little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> move on. I mean, that's that's her part. <laughs> she she he want her da- uh, John Krasinski wanted to know that he still loved his daughter and don't blame her. But at the end of the day, I blame you. It was her fault. Yeah, that that boy died. You old enough to know that he shouldn't be playing with that thing. Put the batteries back in it. <laughs> that's what's ignorant. Like you see him wanting to play with it in the first place. You think he's gonna be old enough to be like? This is too loud. Yeah, I'm in a in a society where I can't be making noise, but I really want to play with this. Yeah, uh, what was it a space thingy? I can't even remember what it was. Spaceship, like a rocket ship, or yeah, something. Some whack. Then on top of it, I will say the monsters reacted very fast to his his little noise. But when <laughs> but some of the other time, it took him a little longer. Yeah, I'm gonna just assume they maybe just walk around the area. Uh-huh, like, oh, what was that? <laughs> but they move fast. Uh huh. Them things was. Fine. That was good. I can only imagine what this sequel is about to be. We all know they ain't gonna be in it. Yeah, but say the way the movie ended off, it, I like the way the movie ended off on a happy note. Uh huh. So who knows where the sequel gonna go? Yep. But I'll be interested to see that. Hope that John Krasinski is able to write and direct this one too. But doubt I mean, it. Didn't Michael Bay produce this? I think so. And if he directs you it, give him a big. Got budget. a whole different. <laughs> Y'all gonna get? He, if he thinks he gonna work with a bigger budget, we get mad explosions. <laughs> 
Monsters gonna be blowing yeah. up. <laughs> this might take place in the Transformers universe. They should put it in the Men in Black universe because for some reason I can picture them being Men in Black monsters. Okay. Are they rebooting Transformers? Because I read somewhere and it nonchalantly said uh, <laughs> Bumblebee comes before the reboot of the franchise. Well, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it's too quick. It's quick, but if y'all gonna make new ones, yeah, it needs to be reboot because this last one. <laughs> but what's gonna be so crazy? If it was too recent, it ain't like Spider Man where you can do the origin story over again. I don't want to see the origin story. The origin story for Transformers. You got another white boy. He finds car. out. Yeah, <laughs> the car wakes up or whatever. I say, and we're gonna see that in this Bumblebee movie just in the past. Yeah, that's annoying. So y'all, want to just put just do the Transformers movie with Haley Steinfeld and act. Put like a good. Or something. I wouldn't mind. Like whatever. Add some time travel, and then she's a fish out of water too. And add some funny to yeah. the story. Save some time, but whatever. Oh, all right. You watch anything else? Nope, nothing other than the big movie. All right, let me uh, breeze through these this long list of movies <laughs> I watched since the last one. First up, I watched Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare, starring my girl Lucy Hale, who's the star of a. Hit show called Life Sins. I don't know if it's gonna get picked up for a second season. Or she not, looks but. very young. Yeah, she's like 30, 31 around there years old. Of course, she killed it in this movie because she's used to dealing with terror. She spent a whole uh, several years on Pretty Little Liars being afraid of A, so she knows how to <laughs> capture that terrified look, you know, but be calm at the same time. Uh, that reminds me, I've watched some episodes of. Besides, what is that? Besides uh, making it all the way to. Uh, American Horror Story Hotel, which is the fifth season, I believe. Oh, yeah. That's where I started watching, I think. So, I watched four seasons of this show. It's too much, and they always end bad. But <laughs> also watched some episodes of, what's that show called? Gossip Girl. That show stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in while it was on, and I was like, Whatever her name, Taylor Momsen or whatever the young blonde girl is, she gotta be the worst actress. And then I was watching that, remembering how popular all these actors and actresses were. And then I'm like, where's Chase Crawford? Where's Penn Badgley? Where's Leighton Meester? Where's uh, the dude that was annoying? They were all part of an era. The only one that's still around is Blake Lively. And, and she's, she's around by a thread. I was saying, she, she ain't doing much, even though she did a good job in the town. She's hanging on by a male thread, and his name is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's the type of stuff you got to do when you ain't got a, when you just dealing off a of stream and stuff. Um, I didn't know this, that was going to happen to me so fast. I was walking around like, I don't want to play video games. not after what you told me. I have one that I was playing consistently that was done before that happened, but I wanted to also have my Laker one so I can play two at the same time. But yeah, let me just show you what type of stuff they on. The Wizards won the championship the first time I tried. <laughs> I was so hesitant to start over, but I was like, I know I'm gonna start over like the next time I play, so I'm gonna just chill. Man, I feel like playing now. It is. I created this BC Sixers team because of course I got to use the Fresh Prince now. I had him. <laughs> I had to really work hard to trade Joel and B to. The, the Warriors to get Clay Thompson because I want a big lineup. <laughs> then I had my creative dude at 6'10. Then I had Michael Porter Jr. playing the 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 power forward. He's 6'10. Then I had Marvin Bagley. That oh, is a gigantic Lord. lineup of athletes. <laughs> what was I saying about truth there? Mm. <laughs> now let me just breeze through. Very. 
new thing is I need to when we're not t- wait. Did we do uh, did we do that uh, for the Rotten Tomatoes game? What to uh, the dare? Yeah, I think so. I gotta check to see which one. Which I'll just scores. say there is some movies with unbelievably low percentages out. I haven't looked in a while. I was just kept looking at Avengers like the reviews. That was falling. I was like the reviews wasn't matching when it first came. I was like, so I'm confused. But yeah. um, let me just go through some stuff that stuck out. True the dare you spoke about the smiley faces that just looked goofy and didn't look right <laughs> in the movie. It just looked dumb. Um, your boy, the old looking Asian from the Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, he's in that. Mm-hmm, he makes a triumphant return here. <laughs> um, let's see. This movie kind of starts out like it follows because it deals with a guy tricking a girl into catching this little. Dim demonic possession disease. Uh, people weren't really too sad when their friends were dying in this movie. They kind of just like, I guess they kind of had a feel of what was going on, so they was just dealing with it. The blonde girl in this movie, she is so annoying. She was just that one girl like, you know what's going on around us. We have no choice, but you're still getting mad at me for something <laughs> I have no choice of doing. They did have a, like a creative, and it dealt with like a type of like a generational dare where somebody had to walk on the edge of a roof while drinking a whole bottle of vodka without falling off. So I was like, that, that that works with like this era and people like young people liking to drink and stuff like that. So yeah. compared to uh, some of the other stuff in the movie, that was pretty cool. Um, there were some petty truths or truth or dares in these movies. So, you know, this is a young people movie. Um, this movie, like once it got to doing the truth or dares, it was just, it was like, they wanted to rattle them off. They didn't care <laughs> about working on the story and make, making them all be, just it good. It was just like how many times can I get some or get a truth or dare game going on in this movie? The special effects looked so cheap, like you can tell where Bloomhouse or Blumhouse, whatever his name is, where they're saving that money at. Um, already mentioned my unbiased opinion on Lucy Hale's performance. I mean, all in all, this movie was dumb teen hijinks, but it was it was cool. I'll just take it for what it was. It's definitely more. What did I put? In the on the Blumhouse scale, I would put it more towards Unfriended than Happy Death Day. I mean, oh, Happy sure. Death Day was really good. Unfriended was enjoyable, but it had its flaws. Uh, moving on, uh, to continue my Blu-ray marathon, I watched Captain America Civil War. Great movie, great action movie, great. Just Marvel movie in general. Keeps the story flowing all while giving us a good personal story with the conflict between mainly Steve Rogers and Iron Man and all those who are playing the sides. Uh, back at the movies, I watched Rampage. This was a this was a fun destruction movie. Like at the end, they had some uh, Marvel movie destruction Dang. levels going on. <laughs> but it was cool. It was fun. Like the interactions between George and Davis, which was The Rock's name in the movie. There was They was funny. His name being anything other than... The Rock or Hobbs sounds crazy. <laughs> Davis. <laughs> he does not look like a Davis. <laughs> he really doesn't. <laughs> Your boy, uh, Joe Magniano. That's not my boy. Whatever his name is. Uh, Slade Wilson. Even yeah, though he I'll may say. never get to play that role again. That is sad. <laughs> that was his dream role. And y'all, see? That, un- that, that universe has even more reasons to mourn. The yeah. fact that Infinity Wars in one weekend worldwide made more than Justice League's entire run <laughs> is <laughs> opening at, weekend. I'm just, I was just looking at like, Avengers came out with two team-up movies. Justice League came out with 
one in that time span. And they were and Avengers was or Marvel was able to work their butts off to get two made on top of a bunch of other successful movies, uh-huh, and they all make sense. <laughs> Justice League, I'm at that Justice League. Like this movie is a regular movie. This movie looks so regular. The more and more time passes, that is crazy. Uh, really, um, ten years in the making led up to this. DC attempted to do it all in a matter. Of, they had a, about like, three about three years. Dealt with a bunch of speed bumps. Their whole path was speed bumpy. Then Marvel just it started out on a little speed bump with Incredible Hawk, and then it was smooth sailing after mm-hmm. that. Jeez, but your boy Joe, he had an unusually quick role in this movie. I thought he was going to star in it of some sorts, but he, I was wrong. He had the John Barenthal. Yep, <laughs> I was. I was like, okay, this is weird. This is a this is a twist. Um. Your boy Davis, aka The Rock. Apparently, his character wasn't like a people person. That's why he worked with animals. But that seemed like a a, a characteristic trait that they forced into it. Because I couldn't tell from the movie. He seemed very personable to me. Uh, Maylin Ackerman wasn't like the main villain, but she was still weak. This for this to be a PG thirteen movie, it was has some gruesome stuff that you would say should be like family friendly. Uh. Johnson, he channeled his inner Hobbs by crashing a helicopter into a tumbling <laughs> skyscraper that was on the ground and survived with barely a scratch on him. Um, at the like the big monster fight at the end, for some reason, Davis, a.k.a. The Rock, felt like he should still be there because, of course, he's the star of the movie. But he was more of a hindrance than he was uh, any help to the situation. Uh, nothing about this reminded me of the game, but mind you, I haven't really played the game in years, so I'm not a good person to compare. The big old monster bash destruction fight scene at the end was dope, though, so I enjoyed it. All around, it's just a fun, enjoyable, humorous movie with some some cool set pieces. Uh, back to my Blu-ray marathon. Watch Trainwreck. We all know Trainwreck as the hilarious performance LeBron James puts on. Still doesn't get old to this day. I was laughing just as hard <laughs> as it was the first time. But that movie as a whole is just still really funny. Like I was laughing like as if I saw it for the first time. So kudos to Amy Schumer because that might be the only actual good movie you're able to drop in your career. Because haven't seen it feels pretty yet, but it ain't looking good. Um, watched Inger Goes West on streaming. Fell asleep on it. So. <laughs> They ain't really got much else to say besides it was good. <sighs> this just shows you when you have movie pass, sometimes you just see stuff. <laughs> Saw Super Troopers 2 at the movies. <laughs> Mind you, I've never seen the first one, but I was like, the first one feels like such a cult classic like uh-huh. comedy, so like maybe I'm missing something. But something about those com- those actors being troopers, like state troopers, just doesn't seem funny to me. <laughs> it just seems like a white person type of comedy, and I don't. Sometimes I don't like white people humor. This shows why I didn't watch the first one. This movie was not that funny. That's sad. Like you know how Judd Apatow movies—they got vulgar humor, but they're creative. Yeah. This is the most blandest, didn't try vulgar humor I've ever seen in my life. They had a like a like a name tag or a little desk tag or whatever that said like "fart chief" on it. <laughs> I was like. What is this? <laughs> I was getting so mad. They did have a scene where Rob Lowe, uh, <laughs> he pretended that a male private part was a speed bag. <laughs> that scene was hilarious. Uh, other than that, movie wasn't that funny. Damon Wayans Jr. and Sean William Scott have cameos at the beginning, and I was praying that it was in the movie for the rest of the time, <laughs> but they weren't. Um, 
This movie feels like it belongs to the early 2000s. <laughs> a movie where a plot is evolving, uh, revolves around USA and Canada, like the other people there having friction. It's not something I want to see in 2018. <laughs> the fat guy with the mustache. I don't know his name. His name was Farva in the movie. He tried his hardest to be the funniest, but he was easily the least funniest person in the movie. <laughs> Uh, an illegal contraband storyline was poorly developed, and it was quickly resolved. Even for a comedy, I was just like, "Okay, this was this y'all didn't even care about this. Y'all would throw it in here and there just to get jokes off, and then veer away from it for something stupid." It was just a childish comedy. I don't know how people like. I, when I was walking out the theater and they were doing a little mid-credit scene, I just looked up. <laughs> I was like, only black person in this movie. <laughs> and everybody was laughing throughout the whole thing. So clearly that's just not my type of humor. Ooh, All right. Man. Veering back to my Blu-ray marathon. Watched It Follows. Still one of my favorite horror movies. But unfortunately, this movie is a movie that I still look at in such high regards. Because when I first saw it, it had such an impact on me. But when I watch it over and over again, it doesn't have the same striking impact. So it doesn't have... That greatness lasting effect is still good. I still think it's a great movie, and but I have to keep always going back to when I first saw it, how it made me feel. But still a great movie with a great score. Didn't realize the guy from Atypical was in there. Um, going back to the movies, I watched Blockers. John Cena has officially submitted himself as a comedic actor. Uh-huh. He is hilarious. <laughs> All he needs is a big action flick that is successful to put him over the top and make him this well-rounded superstar that he has the potential to be. I'm hoping Duke Nukem does that for him. Yeah, he could be. He really could be the next Dwayne Johnson because they say everything Dwayne Johnson touches turns into success besides Baywatch. <laughs> so if he just needs that that uh, that action movie, cause even though his this comedy didn't do very well, but talent-wise he has that. Um Leslie Mann was great. The movie Ike Barinholtz was great. That cat, that trio on paper looks weird. Uh-huh. But it seems like these weird trios on paper turn out to be good movies. Like Bad Moms, that trio on paper looked weird. But the movie, the first one, yeah, the first one. I ain't heard <laughs> nothing about the second. One. It was actually the first one was actually funny. Um, what else? Uh, this movie actually and it had like a like a good message that it was trying to give across. So it was, it was good that I was actually able to say something all while being funny at the same time. Moving on to another movie I streamed called All Eyes on Me. I was showing Brianna this because she hadn't seen it. This movie is two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mind you, Avengers was like two hours and 30-something minutes. So this flew two, by. This Tupac movie. Yeah, why does that Tupac movie need to be that long? And this movie flew by, but not in a good way. Just keeps, <laughs> I just can't get over like. He really just was breezing through his life with just no sense of pacing. It was just very odd. Um, then back to my Blu-ray marathon, watched the Lego movie. This movie is a movie that holds up very well because the script is excellently clever and funny. I'm just sitting here like, the Russo brothers really got kicked off of a solo. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you look at the trailers for it now, and you try to sell yourself that it's going to be good. But the back of your head, I, I saw looked... that everybody said Donald Glover's good, which is a sign <laughs> the movie's not. Because you usually hear the movie as a whole is good. That like, I mean, if we're going to pinpoint Donald Glover, good. We're going to go off of action figures. Every time I go on Target, I like to mosey onto the toy aisle. Let me see if they got the Donald Glover action figure. Nope. But who's there a bunch of? Bunch of Han solo. Solos. Whole <laughs> bunch of girl. Kira, I think her name is. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. He is the title character 
I should go get her action figure. I would say wait to Comic Con, but they don't probably try to jit me in price. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm because I I got the uh, Lando Donald Glover Lando, not the old man Lando. Lando. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Funko uh, Funko Pop action or toy. But I was gonna wait. I was like, should I buy this now? Because twenty dollars. I was like, maybe I'll wait for Comic Con to make that an experience for me. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I got the Donald Glover toy from there. They gonna tax me. Yeah. They gonna be like. Thirty-five dollars, <laughs> forty, fifty, yeah, something crazy. Mind. They're like they don't. Because I even went online on Target.com and all the other websites, back ordered. Like Donald Glover a, even sells action figures. <laughs> He's a superstar Alden, or whatever his name is. Uh, Alden? Uh, uh, Alden, yeah, Alden Henridge. He don't move numbers. He don't move nope. units. He's not going to sell this movie. It's going to be Donald Glover by himself. And some Game of Thrones fans might come. Yeah, because she had less to- There was a bunch. There was two rows of Han Solos in the aisle and in the front where they showed the new movie coming out like next to Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars was all disheveled. So, you know, people been dipping through those. It's because he looks nothing Okay, he looks more like Harrison Ford than he d- sounds like him. And I understand they purposely said he they don't want him to sound like him. They want him to build his own lane. But when you come into such a, a person who is like regarded as one of the most popular characters in like movie history, you got to kind of like do, pick, pick your lane. He also has the vibe of somebody who's from a different country. He probably is. Alden Henry does look, not sound like American. I looked him up. He is from California. What is Henridge? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, let me double check this. A regular person's name? Because it does not sound like it. And I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, what is that movie called? That I did, that movie with Emmy Ronson that's similar to all the other like Dark Shadow type movies. Emmy Ronson. What is that movie called? I'm going to have to type in Emmy Ronson. Nah, Dark. out in Norwich probably got less movies. Dark Fairy Tales? Something that's, I forget what it's called, but. He was in that movie. I didn't realize. He's in more than 30 movies? Um, what is his name? I thought he was in that. Alden. Terrible uh, Coen Brothers movie. And I thought he was in that one movie recently that was like last year or something. What is this dude? How do you spell his name? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what just happened, a soda exploded. <laughs> Woo-wee. <laughs> right, I guess I'll be right back. And I'll continue to do my research on how to spell Alden Edridge. It was a Coca-Cola that exploded. Dang, I don't even recall like, shaking it. That's one of them uh, trick sodas. <laughs> Somebody just, before they put it out, like... <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Good. This can't be how you spell his name, because my man has one single article that popped up. His name is like A-L-D-E-N... E-H? That's what it... Oh, well... Maybe he's not the, popping. I don't know what to tell this brother. Dang, all I hopefully this movie changes your life, because... All right, I spelled it a little bit wrong. That's uh, just Who else could I That's what's crazy. He's 28 years old. He is 5'9". We all know how he's we like... Short. To, you know <laughs> how we... He really is. <laughs> how we like to talk about age and height and weight. He was in... Oh, he's been in a whole... Nope, these don't count as movies. <laughs> he was in a movie called Tetro. I don't know what that is. Twix. He's been in Francis Ford Coppola, two Francis Ford Coppola movies. Oh, that movie was called Beautiful Creatures. Yeah, that's okay. I knew... So I was thinking, I was thinking of the right movie. So they tried to make a little one of those young adult novel uh, franchises around him. <laughs> that didn't work. That movie had Alden 
Jeremy Irons, Emma Thompson, Viola Davis, and Emmy Ronson. <laughs> Failed. And then, oh yeah, he was in Stoker. <laughs> I guess I only seen the movie Stoker, once. Stoker, Blue Jasmine, uh, Hail Caesar. Oh, so he's been in a lot of movies. Rules don't apply. The Yellow Bird and Solo. But on the podcast I was listening to, they were talking about how he also in Beautiful Creatures did a similar voice to what he did in Hail Caesar. And it's like, there ain't no way that's his actual voice, or else why would he do that in two movies? Huh. Granted, they asked him to do that in Hell Caesar, but in He's Beautiful Creatures? That's weird. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to come out in Solo. And as you know, if you listen to the podcast, there was information that came out that they had, what was it? They had to get an acting coach on set. Oh, yeah, they thought he was trash. He was a bad actor. <laughs> that's not good. Anyway, I have no clue what we're talking about. I think from where my finger was at, we was in a Lego movie, so we can breeze past that. Uh, we're going to talk about Avengers later, which I saw twice already. Lucky. Um, and I plan on seeing it again, because I want to see it in one of these little fancy theaters besides the IMAX theater I saw it in, with the bar in my face. Um, <laughs> so, continue my Blu-ray marathon for the next two music movies I watched. The Hunger Games, which was my... my Real introduction to Jennifer Lawrence. This was a surprise movie back in the day. Still great, still enjoyable, even though it's pretty violent for a kid's movie. She killed it in the movie. Peter's Peter trash. Uh, <laughs> Catching Fire, Peter is real trash, which I also watched. That dude was such a hassle. All they were trying to do was make sure Katniss survived and moved on. But Peter was trying his hardest. <laughs> to make that difficult. She had to save him over these two movies so many <laughs> times. And Josh Hutcherson probably wondered why he don't get that many rows now. Because your defining role was you being just a buzzkill and a bum. And he's very small. Yeah, he's you a small human. You're a little fella. Uh, continuing on, I watched The Wolverine. <laughs> I know I mentioned on this podcast once before that Logan will probably diminish The Wolverine for me. I'm like, I watched it back. I had to re-remind myself that James Mango also directed this movie because they are so different that's in quality. Crazy. Like I think it's if before Logan, I thought it was like, oh, this was much better than uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, it was, and I, I bought it. I'm watching it now. Like, is there any like action in this movie? <laughs> I'm not even focused on the story. I'm like, well, Logan was really that good. And that PG-13 rating really must have held him back from wanting to tell a true uh, Logan story because it is head and shoulders not as good as Logan is. And then another movie that uh, people might hate or whatnot, Need for Speed. That's a good movie. I watched it again like, I mean, it's not as good as when I first watched it, but it's still enjoyable. It didn't like bad movie or nothing. Even though I just sold it today because... Because when I was watching it, that thing was skipping like crazy. I was like, I am not about to hold Need for Speed and not watch it. <laughs> Deal with these skips. Someone got two dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I still got it. Uh, it came with a digital copy too, so I still okay. got it on my my computer. So I'm straight. <laughs> so that was a good movie. Kid Cudi was funny. Um, just a, just a, this is a cool little friendly movie. You just watch it like it ain't whack. That's why you need to just put them in the next Fast and Furious. It don't hurt nothing. Yeah, even though I really don't want to see Aaron Paul that Aaron Paul lead a movie again. Yeah. Just he, put Kid Cudi in there because Tyrese is going. You need someone. Yeah, to be Kid, funny. Kid Cudi could master that role easily. Oh yeah, I forgot your girl Dakota Johnson was in there too. I forgot she was in that. <laughs> Probably acting bad in that too. She wasn't giving.
given much time, so you just kind of like just looked at her, waited till the <laughs> waited till she walked away, and then kept pushing. And that was all the thousands of movies that I was able to crank out over these last few weeks. Um, I haven't listened to the past few episodes because I just haven't. So I ain't got no past episode reflections or nothing. You got anything you want to throw out before we push on? Not that I can think of, but I was sitting at work and I was just, I was like. What what happened? What did we do on the very first episode of this? But then I don't struggle I, through something. I, I gotta listen to that on episode one hundred or before episode one hundred. I'm listening to episode one. I feel like it was long. I need to see <laughs> where. What is that even on? I think. I think it would. It would only be that's on a lost episode. It would be on that one. 30, that's, that spam website that I can't use anymore because I think they charge you to post stuff. I don't even know where this. That, that's the wheel. It'll be, or it's on the, you can get to it from the link from oh, the yeah, blog. Oh, that's right. Let me go to I, icmovies.wordpress.com. And it'll be on yourlisten.com, which is now a stupid website because they want to charge. <laughs> this is crazy. I think in that episode was called like Donald Glover slash like pilot or something. Dang. I don't know why uh, I remember yeah. that one vividly. First of all, let's, let's go down a trip down memory lane. The very last episode of prequel present sequel podcast was October 6th, 2015. I don't know why I felt like it was longer than that, but I guess three years can fly by that that airplane. uh, (laughs) I thought I wasn't going to bring the bars back. That was whack. That had a nice little 43 episode run. Okay, that's a lot. (laughs) I can visibly see the episodes I was on based upon this one being called Mammy Poppins. (laughs) <laughs> Mammy Poppins <laughs> and Terrence J. Frawley. Yep. <laughs> Dang. That, and that was that episode was September <laughs> September first, two thousand fifteen. That was crazy. And, this, uh, and then the first episode of the Leo B. Jillahall podcast premiered. I should do little Leo B. facts every episode leading up to hunt the Leo B facts get on like episode that. one entitled Donald Glover slash pilot was premiered January 6, 2016. <laughs> Yikes. Years ago. Oh, I just, episode four, which must have been the, was the origin of what we do at the end of the show was entitled Jai Courtney sucks. <laughs> That's me. Dang, but, he came out the gate. So just, he was said for almost a hundred episodes. <laughs> Jesus, if I would uh, make that that episode where just going over all the past episodes, <laughs> the greatest hits episode, mm-hmm. maybe we would know some of this stuff. But some of these thoughts are informative. I, we know when uh, I introduced one of the first games on the show because episode nine was entitled "Brother, Brother, Brother." What was it episode nine? I don't recall bringing a game out that early. That, I don't. Yeah, I don't feel. So that was the first game. Jeez. Brother, I guess that was the first game. But that felt like, that felt like maybe something like was in the 30s or the 20s. Yep, oh, episode 17. Ansel Elgert sucks. He went 17 episodes. <laughs> what did he do that episode that just caused him to finally get his own name or his we own title? We went on a over a month long hiatus. Because that episode was called Off Hiatus. The episode before that was June 13th, 2016. The next episode, that was episode 18. Then episode 19 was July 23rd. 
Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we was busy. Uh, episode called Body Oil Talk. I don't know what you were talking about on that. <laughs> I didn't write that one with my intern. Uh, going down memory lane. But anyways, I don't remember what we were doing. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we got the I'll name this bracket <laughs> later that on one of the uh, episodes I did it. Okay, so of course it did seep through, and I would put the stupid paper towels up. <laughs> um, I did one on the bonus episode just so we wouldn't get too behind, and it was True. with Dwayne Johnson, and I figured out that his worst movie was a movie I didn't even realize he was in, <laughs> and that was Jim and the Holograms. Oh, Lord. I saw that movie, shockingly, seen it one time. And I do not remember him being. He played himself in the movie. I don't even remember that. That counts. But so that's his. That's his entry. Then Amy Schumer's was easy. Her best movie's Trainwreck. So I put that down. So for this week, the big man is the the leading man in Avengers: uh, Infinity War. Josh Brolin himself. Yep. So we got to do his worst movie, which I can guess off top. I really don't even need to look it up. <laughs> But we can go through this little shenanigans if we want. Real quick, uh, the first episode that was on iTunes was episode 39, Ask Alexa slash Worst Movies of 2016. Okay, so we came in with the big list. That was, that was like the top of, that was the, top of the year. Mm-hmm, January. All right, so remember we're doing Josh Brolin's Worst, worst movie, movies. which we all know what it is, but <laughs> we'll just go through it. Uh-huh. That we've seen first up. Or I've seen Hollow Man. So Hollow Man versus Into the Blue. What is Into the Blue? If I'm not mistaken, it is that movie. Yep, that movie with Paul Walker and uh, Jessica Alba. That gotta be worse. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Into the Blue or Grindhouse, Planet Terror. I'm assuming Into the Blue is worse. (laughs) Shout out to R.I.P. Paul Walker. Dang, Paul Walker. Every time... Think about Paul Walker and Heath Ledger. I'm like, why would y'all die? Yeah, y'all Robin selfish. You too. Did you do you see the title of that uh that Bad Boy spinoff show with Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union's Club? I forget what I, I think I saw it. Uh, LA's finest. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I was rolling that they were really about to call it Bad Girls. Uh huh. But freaking Good Girls on NBC, yeah, they didn't want to confuse. <laughs> like, I mean. That's the bad. They're both bad names. So yeah. okay, but LA's finest really doesn't ring a bell. Of really bad does, boys. It doesn't even. They could could have just made uh, just a, a show that it wasn't involved with bad right. boys with them two. All right, so we got Into the Blue versus No Country for Old Men. Into the Blue. Into the Blue versus American Gangster. Into the Blue. Into the Blue versus a movie you hold dear to your heart, Milk. Ah, that's your favorite movie. That's why you drink milk every day in the morning, just to uh, honor your favorite movie. Uh, I'm I mean, I'm going to say Into the Blue because I'm not like, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, into the Blue or Jonah Hex? Uh, we all know. <laughs> I'm Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or True Grit? Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Men in Black 3? Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Gangster Squad. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Oh Boy. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Guardians of the Galaxy with an uncredited cameo as Thanos. Jonah Hex. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Thanos. Let me pronounce his name correctly. Uh, Jonah Hex or Sin City a Dame to kill for? Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or never saw Inherent Vice, unfortunately. Never. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Sicario. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Everest. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm assuming Jonah Hex. Yeah, it was definitely Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex or Hell Caesar. It was Jonah Hex, even though Hell Caesar was disappointing. Jonah Hex or didn't get to only the brave. And then we're up to Avengers Infinity War. All right, so Jonah Hex. You're moving on to the next round. Good job. All right, so now we're in the sweet 16 of this April Fool's bracket that we can quickly go over. Yeah, this bracket's going to take us into May, and uh-huh. y'all going to deal with it. Just like March Madness takes you into April. Um, <laughs> where are we at, though? Where are we at, though? All right, so we're doing, we did first the funniest movie. Then in the uh, round of 32, we did movies like Psych. This movie shouldn't have been made over the other one. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to funniest. So first, or this round, you got Star Trek or Deadpool. Which movie is funnier? <laughs> Deadpool. All right. Moving on in the same region, which movie is funnier, Home Alone or Shrek 2? Shrek 2. All right. Going to the region right below it, which movie is funnier, The Hangover Part 2 or Despicable Me 2? <sighs> I would say Hangover, but that may not be true. See, when I was looking at my Blu-ray list, The Hangover Part 2 is really low, and it's really only for the straight fact that it is so similar to the first one that that kills it, but it's still funny, though. Um, Sing or the Lego movie? Which movie is funnier? Lego movie was a movie that had me dying out the gate. Uh I was watching it the other day, or when I watched it again, like, this movie is genuinely just funny forever, and I don't know why people don't like this movie, and don't even get me started on why it wasn't nominated for no Oscars or nothing. All right, How the Grinch Stole Christmas or Shrek the Third? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey put on a performance of a lifetime in that movie. <laughs> All right. To Transformers Revenge of the Fallen or Meet the Fockers, which one is funnier? Ooh, I'm going I'm to roll with Ben Stiller because that one has an actual comedian in it. <laughs> you don't think it's funny watching Shia and uh, Megan Fox running around? <laughs> I keep forgetting the first Transformers didn't even get good reviews. Yeah. But compared to the other ones, it was an Academy Award winning movie. <laughs> All right. Which one is funnier? Minions or The Secret Life of Pets, I guess, even though I misspelled it? I've not seen Secret Life of Pets. This is a tough one because Minions showed that the Minions really can't carry a movie with that gibberish. <laughs> and The Secret Life of Pets wasn't as funny as I expected it to be, but I guess. I would say Secret Life of Pets. That's a tough one. All right, next we got The Hangover versus Despicable Me th- or Despicable Me 3. Which one is funnier? Hangover. All right, so the next time we do this, we'll have... We're at to the, what is this, the Elite Eight. So we almost done. We're going to see who's going to win that April Fool's Day bracket in a few more episodes. All right, now... All right, now trying to rapid fire some of these topics so we can get to the Big Bang. Big no Bang No smart guy. What? <laughs> I couldn't think of Shelton's name off top, so I just said smart guy, even though they're all allegedly smart. T.J. Henderson. Oh, gosh. All right. 
So Josh Brolin said he's glad he didn't get the role of Batman. Because he knew he would have. He, see, he knows himself better than anybody else because he knows he would have did it. <laughs> <laughs> he said like they didn't have like like super like official talks, but there was they were saying to him like basically the him and I forget who it was basically were saying like oh, if you're interested blah 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 blah. So it didn't get to like final stages or nothing. But if he really wanted the role, he could have probably had it. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> he said he's happy he didn't do it. So without going into without seeing Avengers. Without even like seeing anything with Deadpool two, him being Cable, just strictly, and like at the top of last year, no, not even last year. I don't know. What I don't know what kind <laughs> of details I'm trying to put into this. But would you have would you have suggested he play Batman, or, or between Batman, Thanos, and or Thanos and Cable? Which one you would you say? He should definitely play. It would be smart for him to play. I would still go with Thanos. I would be able to see him as Batman, but I wouldn't want him to be in that. So that's how Cable would get the edge. But definitely, out, especially after now seeing Avengers and seeing that performance he put on. By the way, that was some good CGI they had. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. I was like, y'all got the best CGI of all time. With <laughs> like the- Y'all worked on him the most, obviously, because he... Because you can tell CGI and stuff, obviously, when, like, Mark Ruffalo's in the Hawkbuster suit and all that. Especially, that was the first time in a long time I seen a movie in 3D. Or 3D IMAX, of course. I ain't just seen 3D. (laughs) Yeah, you you real basic. But the time I wanted to go to the movies, that's what they had. And I was like, this ain't bad 3D movie. It was cool. I was telling my brother, he said he wanted to see it. I'm like, it's cool, but it's not, like, nothing to go, like... Yeah, you don't need need that, but... But I I would see it in IMAX just because they shot the whole movie in IMAX cameras. Yeah. So I mean, but then I saw it in a regular theater. It, it transitioned over well, so I wasn't mad. All right, but what if DC was actually successful? Then I could I put Batman in a second place spot, but still the yeah him going to Marvel. I right. just want to see him. But but Cable stay in last place, or would that be second? That'd be last place. All right, just cause could have gave it to somebody else. You don't need Josh Brolin to do all of them. Could have gave it to. What's his name from Friday Night Lights? Like every like they all wanted to, but then the studios was like, was he in Friday Night Lights? What's that dude? Kyle something? Oh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, it was like no. Wait, after uh, it's not for you. They could have went John Hamm, Tim Miller, and uh, Ryan Reynolds, the legend Tiff. Yeah, they got in a little limp wristed fist fight. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, David Leach, or however you pronounce his name, the guy who co-directed John Wick, directed Atomic Blonde and Deadpool 2, and uh, the upcoming Hobbs and Shaw. He's going to direct this uh, video game movie, Division, starring Jake Gilly and Jessica Chastain. Now, we know how video game movies can be, and I, yeah. we talked about The this. fact that Rampage is the highest... Ain't that the highest rated video game movie? I think so. Something wild. And it's low. <laughs> yeah, something bad. <laughs> <laughs> so with that great action director teaming up with Jake Gillian and Jessica Chastain, are you, how are you looking at this movie now? I'm hoping this, first of all, Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, you know better than anybody how this usually plays out. <laughs> but I think if they can, it has to be, the writing has to be right. If they get the writing right, then I think it could be a good movie. I'm hoping for the best. They got two top-tier actors starring in it. They got a great action director. You would hope they wouldn't miss. It's right. 
Now, Jake Gyllenhaal wouldn't take a bad written movie. Yeah, we would hope so. So I'm just hoping for <laughs> well, not in this era, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Old era, Jake Gyllenhaal get what he could get. <laughs> Bubble boy the, did it for the checks. <laughs> Prince of Persia. This just like this. I'm, this is just this is super appealing to me just because this guy is such a great action director. John Wick was a surprise. I didn't care for Atomic Blonde or like that, but the action in it was dope. Mm-hmm. Deadpool two, I'm assuming, will be dope action. And oh, so I, I know it got too many characters in it, but <laughs> that's a different story. And based off how the previous Fast and the Furious movies been when it comes to action, adding him to the table to direct uh, Hobbs and Shaw, two guys who are were good uh, points of action in that series. And you pair that up with Jake, the great Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm ready to see some Jake Gyllenhaal action. So this this makes me happier for the movie because at first I'm like. If you're going to do like an action movie, I don't want it to be a video game type of action movie. I'd rather you join like a franchise that's being rebooted like Men in Black or something. <laughs> but this is like a gritty action, a gritty video game movie. So hopefully that grittiness, like you said, with the story can carry over. And then this guy handling the action. The action should definitely be great. Should be fine. So if seeing Jake Gyllenhaal do some great action, that'll be dope. He'd really be the man. Yep, I'm ready to see it. All right, moving on to uh, we already talked about a Quiet Place sequel is in the works. We kind of gave our opinion if that's going to be good or bad. Um, the Venom trailer it, uh, was uh, was Venom always a guy who got like a split personality? I'm not even sure <laughs> at this point. I don't feel like it was ever portrayed like that, but who yeah. knows? But he was definitely having conversations with Tom. See, I don't. I don't know what I was thinking this was going to be, but I don't like two things. Tom Hardy as a, uh, what's it called? Just reporter? Seen, yeah. Tom Hardy reporter felt crazy. That's goofy. Two, seeing him being like a bumbling, fumbling. <laughs> he's all in shape looking and not being able to control his powers and doing all that slapstick comedy that you do when something happens and you hit somebody and then you say sorry or yeah. my bad or whatever joke they're going to have in it. That felt weird, but this trailer was obviously much better than that first trailer. Oh, yeah, head and shoulders. Even though the scene where like he's falling off the motorcycle and then the arm has to grab back. I don't like that. Yeah, was I supposed to cheer for that moment? I don't want that. And then other than that, the way Venom look is obviously better than Spider-Man 3, but also very similar. It's similar. The, but- in the cartoons, the comic books, whatever, the toys, any of Venom thing, the eyes are so much bigger than what they have done in Spider-Man 3 and in this. And I was looking at fan people who did fan-made pictures with the Venom eyes changed to how it is in the comic books, and it looked much better. Let me see if I can find one of these. I don't know what I expected Venom to look like, but I expected it to look bad. So the fact that it didn't look bad, I was happy. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's good. The whole the rest of the trailer is better. Did they pronounce, how do they pronounce, symbiote? Yeah, they all said it different. Symbiote Jenny Slate, no obvious child, said symbiote. Finally, you say the bar without having to force words that aren't there. Nah, I never force it like a kitchen sink. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Punchline came. That wasn't an example of what you just said. I'm looking for this picture. No photographer. Just letting these bad ones rattle off, huh? <laughs> All right. Baby rattle. Oh, <laughs> rattle off baby. <laughs> that was terrible. Dang. I found it. 
See, the fan-made one makes it look sweeter. But I say, yeah, now the the real one looks stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> this is dang stupid fans. Why wouldn't they do it like that? That's easy. And yeah, tight. Yeah, that actually looks good. I don't know. That is crazy. Now I'm questioning y'all, Sony. Like, <laughs> once again, y'all like, you're trash. See, that's really just... That, that would make me want to see the movie alone. I'm like... That makes him look crazier. Yes. That just makes him look like, he's crazy. With, with the he eyes like all... monster. This looks like an insane person. Yeah, the exaggerated eyes makes it look nuts. Dang, when will we ever get the exaggerated eyes? He's already not going to have the Spider-Man symbol on his chest. Yeah, so... What is going to be on his chest? Black? <laughs> Black, Black symbi- symbiote as... Jenny Slate, no obvious child. So. <laughs> now I want to know. They're just going to put a wa- white watermark on there? <laughs> they should put Sony's then Spider-Man logo. Uh, it's I can't be. wait until they, <laughs> they lose all their rights. It's going to be interesting now. Huh. But yeah, so I guess we're in agreement that the trailer was definitely a step up. But <laughs> and that, but that ain't really saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, because that first trailer was beyond bad. Can't, still can't wait to see how they do Carnage. Hopefully they keep that a surprise. I don't want to see that in the trailer. I can't wait. To see. I'm oh, assuming they're gonna a- drop that bomb. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't care if y'all have to blow money y'all could potentially make. Y'all better hide that. Hey, and we're gonna see Woody Harrelson turn into. I current. do not want to see Woody Harrelson. I rather. I almost called him a season. Sorry. <laughs> Ahmed, I'd rather him, my guy from Nightcrawler and Rogue One, I'd rather him be Carnage like they were saying that. For, I'd rather Michelle Williams be Carnage. I, I really would. <laughs> I mean, I would hate it, but I'd rather see that than Woody Harrelson. <laughs> that would be so... What? Woody this, for one, it feels weird them doing an origin story and Spider-Man has nothing to do with it. That's Sony Grant, for They said Tom Holland makes a, a forced cameo. That would be very... Is this movie PG-13? I think it's R, which is even weird in itself. Oh, yeah. I can't tell from the trailers. Yeah, it looks like a regular piece of that <laughs> movie. I forgot they said this movie is R. Which means I, that it's going to be an unnecessary cussing. <laughs> did you see that poster? Oh, yeah. A poster reeked of PG-13. It's, it really did. And, like, mid-2000s. <laughs> they go, they, I'm calling it. They are going to... They gonna act like they ain't never say this movie was PG or rated R. This movie is gonna be PG thirteen. Uh, I would hate it. Now that I wouldn't been so mad if I didn't remember. Why? Yeah, they, why they feel like this gotta be R? Because this was right after Logan came out. That's when all the announcements started coming. Uh, out. We're, hyped. Gonna do, we're gonna do an R. We're gonna do gonna do it justice. <laughs> R R. We got Tom Hardy in this R rated Venom. Not the. I feel like the comic books and stuff ain't even R rated. It is action and probably <laughs> violent. But who do I don't, I don't read comics? They like they show blood. I ain't no legit nerd. I was watching some Avengers reviews online with the nerd guys who were making the videos. <laughs> some of them were like, we got a we got a common interest in these movies. But y'all dialogue sometimes is beyond nerdy. There were some very small but unbelievably nerdy children sitting behind us when we went to go see Avengers. They knew all the characters. Even deep soon as uh uh um, Red Skull came on the screen before they, they just showed a glimpse of them. It was like it was Red Skull, <laughs> like dang. They were saying all kind of stuff, like geniuses. <laughs> like, uh. Y'all don't got none. Y'all have no friends besides each other. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I have some off podcast to to say. <laughs> it has to do with something that we both had in common recently. Oh yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else has it in common now. 
That is crazy. But failed to do what we did and fell for the trap and ended up spending some a uh, lot of time. See, that's what you <laughs> That's why we avoided it. Uh, but uh, speaking of Avengers, before we get knee deep into this conversation, Kevin Feige, I think I, this is the first time I ever pronounced his name correctly. Mm-hmm. He uh, said holding back the Avengers Four title backfired because now he's saying like it was a, it was they originally didn't say it. Uh, they switched it from being Infinity War Part Two to not being nothing because they did or they didn't want it to overlap or take away from Avengers Three. They just wanted to focus on that. But now he's saying the whole hype and build up, everybody thinking it's something special that it backfired and it's not going to live up to what people think it is going to be called, like something super cool. So well, if you, when you see the title and it's like mad plain and not creative, are you going to be let down by that? Nah, I would rather them still just be like part two, especially with the way Avengers ended. Yeah. Infinity War ended. When I was reading... Also, it felt like this one should have been called Gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> um, But like before we talk about like, when I was reading reviews, which I kept accidentally doing before I saw the movie, <laughs> they kept saying like this movie felt like a, a part one of a part two, mm-hmm. and that's what like was hindered the movie. I initially got so scared that this was gonna be a Deathly Hollows part one compared to part uh, two. Yeah. I'm like, if y'all made me wait that this did, long, I saw that thing. Yeah, that did make me. I was like, this is why I shouldn't read reviews. I should not read reviews yeah. or anything. And saw it, and I was like, oh, whew. y'all had me scared. Ah, right, but we'll get into it. Um, so should we do? You want to go to that, or you want to do like the punishment and the Rotten Tomatoes first before we go to that? Uh, we can do all that then. Okay. I can do the Blu-rays and stuff too. All right, so we'll go into the punishment segment. I got two options for you, besides DC, just randomly. Yeah, I feel like they, <laughs> I feel like they deserve it over again. Uh, some guy by the name of Charlie Heaton, he's the guy from uh, Stranger Things, and he's going to be in this uh, Legend New Mutants movie. <laughs> He should get it off of that. For just for him saying that the new mutants reshoots will make the movie more of a full fledged horror movie. I don't care if he was asked that question. He should have avoided it like the plague and said something stupid or just avoided the question and not said anything. So he's up for it. Or once again, James Cameron for talking about superhero movies. And oh his, my gosh. And his quote was uh, I'm hoping we'll start getting Avenger fatigue here pretty soon. Not that I hoping. don't <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. He's salty. I know I want to see Avatar. (laughs) Yeah, you little whack Avatar movies. Uh, He also said that, not that I don't love the movies, it's just, come on, guys. There are other stories to tell besides hyper, that's a big word, males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process. It's like, oi. Is he serious? He is. He out of touch. My guy. There is... You got your indie or your little story-centric movies? There's a thousand movies that come out a, a year. A million. So if you want to see the few superhero movies that come... Because when you think about it, it is literally a few superhero movies that come out. I mean, mind you, there's like probably a lot of male guys doing stuff, but like he's, he's harping on superhero movies. Yeah. There is not that many superhero Mama movies. I ain't doing but like three next year. I was to say, they only do or three. Two. They yeah. do three a year. DC, we can barely get them to get one correct, so those are forgettable. And then you got yeah. maybe like one or two or a couple other ones just from various. Yeah, and we don't people. even be known, and we don't even count the. Yeah. We let actors do a Marvel movie, do a bunch of them other comic movies. Yeah. We don't count that. Nope. They just can't do DC. Because Michael B. producing one, and he said he's deciding if he's going to star in after the script is made. Other. Which, f- 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 start with an F. That yeah. Netflix movie? Yeah. 
Yeah. I ain't never seen someone say they're deciding if they're going to do that. That's how in high demand Michael B. Dot is. <laughs> he's a man now. Hopefully Fahrenheit 451 don't... Uh, Bring him back down. Yeah, don't you know, uh, put out his game. fire. No pun intended. That was whack. Dang, I'm good. Uh, <sighs> but all right, so who are you trying to give it to? James, not Dove Cameron, who is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was wondering for the... I was like, when they announced that she was going to be on the show, like, why are they making a big deal about this girl? I don't know who she is. going to find out she's from the Descendants movies. Oh, that girl. <laughs> That's who that is. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I went on her Instagram. She had millions uh-huh. of followers. That's I was, who she's popular from, who? Descendants. Why? I still don't get why the Descendants is popular. <laughs> but I'm not a kid no more, so I guess I'll never know. Looking at that made me really feel old. That's crazy. Like that thing is a that is a powerhouse over there on I, Disney. I don't <laughs> like not knowing. I don't feel it. That feels crazy. Cause I've seen some of both those two movies and they're both awful. <laughs> so that gotta go to uh, James Cameron. He be talking too much about that. <laughs> yeah, James. Like, come he, on, guy. What's his last movie? Avatar. See, don't <laughs> talk unless you can bring something. But you, he like is like the godfather of big budget movies because mm-hmm. Terminator Two was the first movie that was like um, cost nine. Was it nine figures? That's crazy. Because he like he was the first guy to actually make a CGI character look good with the uh, the T whatever t- villain Terminator in that movie. Mm-hmm. He started that whole thing. And I, well, yeah, started it because I came out a while ago. And he even hit us with a big, gigantic blockbuster with Avatar. So mm-hmm. even though it's not a superhero movie per se, it's in the same vein. Yeah, like uh, so it's with Disney now. Yeah. So <laughs> stop bad mouthing these Disney stuff before you get your 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 stuff cut. Your movie ain't came out yet. Y'all probably haven't. Ain't even, no telling when it's ever gonna come out. You probably haven't shot a scene of it yet. Don't kill that's, the cash cow over there. That's crazy. Disney just pulled in a billy, and it ain't even May yet because of Black Panther and Avengers. And then they they rushed Black Panther to the Blu-ray so they can do what? Get more money. (laughs) And (laughs) they racking up. They've got two revenue streams coming in. Avengers and theaters. Black Panther's still in theaters, actually. Uh, And it's still in the top ten. If I'm not mistaken. And it's on <laughs> it's out. On blue, I can go home and watch that. So you gotta chill, James. You a old man now. You ain't popping the Ryan Coogler's, the, the yeah. Russo brothers got the big office on the on the, the lot now. Russo's and Kevy Kev. I be I go to bed every night praying that no sexual scandal come out about Woo! them. That hurts my <laughs> soul thinking about that. If I'm Kevin, like Kevin if Kevin Feige gets slapped Please. with a sexual... Please. He seemed like a nice so- guy. So yeah. I'm hoping for the best. Hey, he make Marvel hey. movies, so he could be a jerk. Everybody but. respect him. <laughs> everybody seem to respect him. And he always keep him on uh, Avengers. Uh, Marvel <laughs> Say a Marvel <laughs> <laughs> So that's probably how he keep it a low profile. Yeah. He got the dad <laughs> on at all times. That's how Leo does it. That's see? why you always see Leo right, so with the dad hat and the knows? glasses on. They may be doing something, but we won't know. Yeah. They got the hat on. Harvey Weinstein was probably walking out with see? full head out. I was saying, he was wearing visors. Hey, looking nuts. <laughs> well, Speaking the- of somebody who... Have you seen that clip of... I think it happened earlier today or yesterday. Where Bill Cosby's walking to the courtroom. He does some sort of weird move. Cosby-esque movements. I can put this. I can play this on mute, and it'd be funny. I just saw him when he was leaving the courtroom that one day. He was being walked out. He really can't see. Oh yeah, he really can't see. This right here had me dying. Look at this dude's movements that he did with no sound, and it's funny. 
I was dying when I saw that. What in? Why did he do that? What is wrong with him? <laughs> there probably has been something. There really has been something wrong with him forever. I don't get why he did that. He just made a good television show all the years ago that people just thought like that's America's dad right there. This is crazy. He going to jail for it. He's too old. Just kill him. <laughs> that's what I'd rather go just murder the guy. If I at the age eighty. If I was making a movie about Bill Cosby's case, he's paying or somebody's killing him uh-huh. before at the end of the movie before he and goes I to have, jail. I have Cuba Gooding Jr. playing him. <laughs> I watched uh uh OJ versus the people again recently, which is a top three season of a TV show. I've ever seen because that's some that's some fine storytelling and some fine acting. <laughs> even though Cuba ain't really OJ, even though when I was looking at him, his voice don't sound like OJ, but the way like the octave levels that he like the different inflations that he does in his voice is the same way OJ would be doing in them little weird interviews where that's he'd be good. snitching on himself. So I was like, okay, Cuba, you actually do it. He was like, I'm gonna do. You know, I can't necessarily do the exact sound of him, yeah. but but the personality that he gave OJ that's a different story because if OJ really acted like that. <laughs> that dude's a sucker. <laughs> You're just a clown. Like, but he might really be a clown. All right, so James Cameron, sir, go sit in the corner and uh, make sure, text Disney. Make sure your your 15 Avatar sequels are still on the plate because you talking real reckless and they probably don't like it. All right, so moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. I gotta go way back. Way way back from me. Way way back from me. All right, so we did I Feel Pretty and Super Troopers 2. I think I pulled them out, if I can remember. Maybe I didn't. I have no clue, because them things went, they kept going up and down last time I checked, so let me add those. I know them percentages is, uh, the, uh, the audience score for I Feel Pretty was, it's rare when a movie gets bad reviews and the audience score is lower. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we was, it was, uh, very rare. We saw Avengers yesterday because, um, because we go to, we went to, we went to, we took my mom to the movies and she only, I feel pretty, it was like really the only thing out that she would like care to see, even though she really don't know much about it. She just know Amy Schumer's in it, but Tony didn't see Avengers yet, but Ariel couldn't see it because she's sick. So he, we almost didn't go because she was sick, but luckily we still went and saw it anyways without her. Because I was like, I do not want to sit in I Feel Pretty knowing that I could have saw Avengers again. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to just look at this movie like, this is trash. I don't even <laughs> got to care. I don't even got to pay attention to know that I'm going to call it trash. All right, so we still got Rampage, Truth or Dare, I Feel Pretty, and Super Troopers 2 okay. to resolve. So Here first, we go. This is big numbers. First up, Rampage is sitting at a 51% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. And that is the highest of <laughs> video game movies. I gave it a 58%. Dang. While you gave it a... 50% coming one Woo! off, giving you the victory there. I was about to say, you got super close, but then I said 50. So we really must have thought that was a 50 50 type of movie, yeah, and it was. Like, it was. Down the middle, and it. All right, that's good. All right, next we got Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare is sitting at a 15%, <laughs> a nice 15% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. On that. that one is. It got to be like at least, I'm going to guess like 60. It's, oh, nope, it's 18. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But that's still not lower than the actual score. Like like one of the movies coming up, and then one of the other movies coming up has a uh, audience score of a fresh. N- <laughs> 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 Dang. 
hiccups. Holla if you hear me. Oh, Lord. Hiccups are the worst. That's only something that'll be on a kid's mob album. I got the hiccups. Holla, Holla if you hear me. me. <laughs> Dang, that sounded like a Kirk Franklin. I got the Holy Ghost. Holla if Dang, you hear me. he should me. make an album about bodily functions for, like, elementary school. Yo, this is right. This is kind of... Um, does Lecrae got a remix to... <laughs> F up the commas or whatever that oh, song is called. Lord, I have no clue. Because I was watching Hip Hop Squares and they were playing that song, and while it was about to go to commercial, I heard a very godlike verse come <laughs> on. I was like, "This is not future. <laughs> this is little. This is super Lecrae, and I don't even think Lecrae <laughs> raps that <Super> godlike. <laughs> like that was that was super Sam Lecrae. Right. I don't want to hear this. All right, so Truth the Dare, like I said, got a fifteen percent. I gave it a forty-five percent. I gotta hold my breath. You gave it a sixty-three percent, giving me oh, the, Lord, giving me the I victory no there. Why I would do that? Uh, uh, so, all right, now on to I feel pretty, <laughs> which is sitting at a. Thir- this is the film with the lower audience score. It's sitting at a thirty-four percent right now, and an audience score of uh, twenty-eight. That's pathetic. That is that's rare. An average rating of one point nine out of five. Uh, maybe she must. Maybe she need to pair back up with Judd Apatow. Then <laughs> she's not necessarily the reason that yeah. movie was good. It was Judd. I was giving her credit at first, but it really was Judd and LeBron. Maybe them two need to pair up and do a movie together. Uh, LeBron. <laughs> I can really picture him doing like a fam, like a rated R, but a family movie <laughs> with him, his wife, Bron Jr., Bryce Maximus. I mean. Girl- the- the girl. Alright, these hiccups is killing me. I'm, I'm sitting out this second. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so I feel pretty. We said I got a 34. I gave it a 53%. Dang. You. Once again, you gave this a 63%. What the heck? <laughs> I trusted Amy Schumer. I trusted you, and you have failed me. Give, <laughs> <laughs> giving me the victory there. Alright, I blew those two. <laughs> All right, that moves on to Super Troopers 2. Oh, man. Which is sitting at a 35% on Rotten that Tomatoes. That's a real high audience score. That's too high. That movie made $36.8 million this weekend. It did? That's what this says. That is this crazy. This can't be right. This cannot be right. <laughs> Nah, let me go to a more reliable source like Box Office Mojo because y'all are tripping. There ain't no way. There is no... Okay, whew. Okay, what is Rotten Tomatoes doing? Is that the total? Look at the top box office shows. It really does. Everything else is normal, but for some reason they felt like lying and sliding Super Troopers <laughs> 2 up there. That thing made $3 million. Where'd they get 36 from? Somebody made a mistake. Lord Jesus, but uh, that's sitting at a, is it really a 35%? But I gave that a a 40%, you gave that a 30%, putting us both five away from it. Oh, Lord. So I didn't, last time I just gave us both the win. All right, so we got a draw there, so we both get a point. Moving the new score, me 11, you 12. So thank goodness I was able to win some of those to get back in this game. So then we have, I think it's, uh, we can do, 
two movies because I know we got Overboard and then the next week we have two movies. But I know definitely one of those won't be getting revealed to the time of, and that's Breaking In, <laughs> starring Dwayne Wade's wife. <laughs> so oh, first up is I want to give a special shout out to Traffic. Yeah, um, a Paula Patton, yeah. a, a Paula Pla- Patton flick. That movie in total had made six million <laughs> over two weeks. Uh, that's um, whack. Man, it has a very low freshness. All right, so Overboard, starring Chris Pratt's ex, Anna Ferris. Dang, rest in peace, their relationship. Hey, she's just probably watching him succeed on the screen. Like, and the best I can put out is Overboard. Making me mad in that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, <Star> Lord. <laughs> you. What are you giving overboard? The first number that popped in my head was 13. <laughs> and I need to go low. That's funny because the first number that popped in my head was 26. <laughs> so that's what I'm riding with and you're going with 13? Mm-hmm. All right. And then the next movie is Life of the Party starring your girl, Melissa Can't Miss McCarthy. That's going to be her name when she's playing the celebrity game one year. <laughs> oh, man. She's... <laughs> She walked into one of them celebrity games and was swishing. <laughs> Melissa can't miss McCarthy. All right, so what are you giving that uh, uh, college college drama, or I'm sorry, college comedy? I need to look at the boss's numbers. All right, that had a 22%. I'm giving Life of the Party 30%. As you wrote that, I put 34%. <laughs> so we in the same ballpark. Hopefully this doesn't get a 32 all right, so you're giving it 30. I'm going with 34. So for Overboard, I'm giving it a 26. You gave it a 13. Life of the Party, I'm giving it a 34. You're giving it a 30. And we'll come to resolve those movies after they come out. All right. Uh, you got Blu-rays or something? Yep, Blu-rays for this week. We have Blu-rays for over a few weeks, actually. Um, first movie, The Post. Ain't seen it. All right, The Commuter. I'd be fine with never seeing that movie, but if somebody <laughs> wanted to watch it, we can stream it. Um, we have, where's my notes? Uh, Maze Runner Death Cure. I would actually accept that as a gift. That was a nice little, uh, I just put in that in my review. Oh yeah. Side note, go on icmovies.wordpress.com. I'm blending lazy with content, so <laughs> I haven't wrote a legit review in a couple years now because I just... Don't want to sit down and actually come into paragraph form and a, a thing that actually makes sense from top to bottom. So what I do now is I do bullet point reviews. So as I'm watching movies, I take notes on my phone and then I take those bullet points and I put them, I post those just like in just some order. So it's just like random little blurbs of thoughts from that I have on the movie, but it's in like a way that I would talk about movies, not in any structure. It's just, here's my thoughts. I sum it up. Bam. So you can catch the Maze Runner Death Cure posted on icmovies.wordpress.com right now. Also got Black Panther, Paddington 2. Yep, we're uh, getting into some of those movies. Uh, what else is on there? Which, hold up. <clears throat> Did we already do? Right, I'll get to it whenever. But yeah, there's more on there, so you can go and check those out. All right, for Maze Runner, I'll accept that as a gift because that was a nice little result or nice way to end off this YA dystopian movie era that we were in. You know that era that's now in the casket and dead. So I thought this was a nice way to end that off and the Maze Runner franchise. 
Alright, our next movie was the aforementioned Paddington 2. That is a must-own because not only is that a great movie, it's one of the best movies of the year. It's one of the only movies that sit at 100% to this day that still crazy. on Rotten Tomatoes because that is a great movie. I thought the first one was a surprise. This one is a complete step up and one of the best movies Shannon of the year. Tatum. Alright, the movie after that is O'Shea Jackson Jr., 50 Cent, and... White action star, <laughs> Den of Thieves. <laughs> um, I would put that as a uh, might stream, even though it got 50 cent in it. Like, you want to buy it for me, okay? But quality wise, it's might stream level. Also, your boy, O'Shea Jackson. Don't ever forget that he does an English accent in that movie. <laughs> the next movie, have you seen Winchester? No, nah, I still gotta watch it. Okay, 12 Strong? Nope. Peter Rabbit? Nope. All right, so that takes us to our throwback of the week, and I couldn't think of any that just released, but I know that they re-released the other Maze Runner movies in the little trilogy pack with all of them. So the other two Maze Runner movies. Um, I like the first one more than I like the second one, so I will put the f- first one as a accept a low accept as a gift as well, and. The second one I'll put like a my stream, and because I'm not sure if we did this one or not, I feel like we had to. But uh, but Black Panther, that's a must own. That's easy. Yeah, that's weird. But yep, those are the Blu-rays we have. All right, so we can go ahead and get finally to this Avengers: Infinity War talk. I mean, I need the lights on for this. I know y'all been patiently waiting. How long have you been doing this episode? Over an hour. Yeah. So, for those who stuck around to hear this intense, intense and opinionated. No campsite. Because you're intense. See, I just lost my train of thought. Tracks. That was whack. I I was was going to throw some hard bars out. but That's the build up. You thought I was going to say something like out of this world, but I spun it on you and went basic basketball player. That's it was getting worse. Spun it on you, spin move, and went basic. Tim Duncan off the glass. Uh, basketball player. Okay. I was that listening. Was a reach. I was listening Toothpaste. to Chase. I was listening to Trouble's album, and he says some lines on there. Yeah, that album is very <laughs> average. He says something about putting up forty, uh, Paul George, and then he says something about I'm a I'm a something this. I don't know, but he made a Clay Thompson punchline, and it made no sense. I was like, all right, fam. All right, so back to Avengers Infinity War. How do you want to open up this uh, event of a movie? Because this wasn't, this wasn't just a movie. Yeah, this ain't a movie. This was an event. A, this is a thrill ride. I felt like this movie shouldn't even be out for more than one weekend. That's how <laughs> special yeah. this movie seemed. Like, because... It's been ever since Iron Man, where at the end, you thought he was just watching a regular little Marvel movie at first. Uh-huh. Then you get to that the, moment. He, the end credits with Samuel Jackson. He said, you ain't the only superhero or whatever, whatever he yep. said. You're like, oh. And then you start getting a little whiff that they do in the Avengers. And you're like, oh. And then when you mm-hmm. see the end of the Avengers, and you see Thanos, or a poorly looking Thanos. Yeah, that was, black guy. Yeah, black guy who was in Civil War at that, too, which is funny. <laughs> uh, you see him, you're like, oh, <laughs> 
snaps. The fact that the person playing a uh, red skull was somebody different because Hugo Weaving was oh, talking yeah. out the side of his mouth. Obviously, yeah. I I could tell from the way he sounded that wasn't him. Uh huh. But, but then when you see that, you're like, oh, so the next Avengers, we about to uh, we about to get Thanos. They're like, nope, we gonna throw you for a little Ultron. We was like, okay, still a great movie. But then we knew. So we then we get that announcement. Infinity War coming at you 2018 with the part two coming out 2019. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, it's finally here. And then all Ten these years, years in the making. All these years later, we finally got it. The biggest movie event of all time. A movie that's been heavy on my mind. The yes. movie was exhausting. Mm-hmm. It was the it, this was probably the first Marvel movie I really tried my hardest not to read any spoilers, but obviously the day before, went ahead and read one, just to give me a little taste. The cook got to taste the food he's making. I just can't not have, I can try, but even if I would have tried, I was scrolling down one website and it gave it three stars. And so that immediately piques my attention. Uh-huh. I'm like, why isn't it four and a half or five? <laughs> so I'm like, I got me thinking like, oh, this movie whack. Yep. Speaking of spoilers, like we said at the beginning episode, we are about to let them oh, yeah. fly. So if you're listening and you haven't seen it yet, pause this episode, go see it, and then listen to this on your way home. There's no way to talk about this movie without spoilers. Mm-hmm. But I'll start off by saying I made my triumphant return to dozing off in the movie. <laughs> Highly disappointed that it will be this movie that I make my return. I hadn't done it in five movies. <laughs> what, what scene was it? Because I shockingly stayed up the first time. Second time, I was dozing off a little bit. <laughs> well, the streak was broken as I fell asleep right when they re- arrived at Wakanda. Okay. <laughs> Them black people be putting you to sleep. I didn't I didn't really see Shuri in this movie. I'll just say that much. <laughs> I, mean, she wasn't. I, know, I know what she did. They wanted her to take off the whatever stone, but... So she she wasn't in a lot because yeah. she uh when they brought Vision to her the first time she made some joke about how why didn't uh Tony Stark and Bruce Banner do this to him when he was created and then when she was trying to take the stone out of his head that's when one of the children of Thanos came and attacked her and Vision saved her. Um, what was I about to say? Dang, I really just what was? Oh yeah, uh, I think it's pretty funny that the poorly timed joke that Starbucks joke. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is hilarious <laughs> how they shot that scene at least a year ago <laughs> and how it comes out at this time and people probably watch that like it's very funny how the black characters the pro-black characters in this movie are the ones who make a starbucks joke <laughs> about wanting a starbucks a starbucks that's crazy <laughs> like it's funny how this world works it is hilarious <laughs> So I was reading an article about how that was like a cringeworthy scene. I'm like, they didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. It's just very bad time. It's more funny than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hilarious how that worked out. But all right. So out the gate, Thanos or Thanos became the most menacing Marvel villain ever. I think that's dope how they did that. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and uh, killed Idris Elba right into the DC universe. <laughs> Go ahead and take the... Ah! Even in this movie... <laughs> It's racist. The first character to die on screen is black. That's his. Hey. <laughs> like, it's just sometimes just play out like that. It's, it's just funny how things work. Idris, I wonder how they approach Idris about this. Like, hey, uh. It's over for you. You want to play <laughs> Jon Stewart like you've been. <laughs> yeah, like, we know we barely used you in this, uh, these movies you've been in anyway. So we you finally you... got a nice little part in Ragnarok. Yeah, you got to expand it. But we're going to kill you off now. He probably like, you know what? I'm fine because I don't even think he really cared to play this role anymore. No, he was wrapping up anyway. So they went ahead and got rid of him. Then Loki wrapped up his 10-year story arc of messing stuff up. He, I felt like he deserved what he got. 
Because he tried to hit Thanos with the Watuzi. Well, yeah, he's dumb. <laughs> but also, I'm like, for what I don't feel like he's dead. He's probably not. Heimdall, or whatever his name is, is probably the only character in this movie who will actually be dead. Which will make no sense, but I can picture it being true. But, like, with Loki, like, he's been such a big character that for him to die at the beginning of the movie in that, like, fashion. Like, he gave, like, some little speech or whatever, and he basically saved, like, Thor's life. But I don't know. I expected it to be something more, like, more, like, moving in a way, if that yeah. makes sense. But, I mean, yeah, you they, can't. They had to do. They had to pick somebody to be the sacrifice and yeah, it, it, seeing what Loki did over these years. Right, and it makes sense to show how big or bad Thanos is, yeah, like to, for him, to kill the original big bad guy, and for him like to fight the Hawk at the beginning. That's probably like a fight that, that everybody sweet. wanted to see. I like that. That looked real dope. Like the just the the choreography and how Thanos was looks, moving. I like how Thanos fought. He fought like a boxer. Almost. <laughs> he really did. Like I want to see more of this. And it looked like Josh Brolin doing it. Like you could tell he was uh, doing that stuff. So the the person that could actually match up with Thanos the closest, or whatever his yeah, name is, is the Hulk. Back and forth. They got that over with early to show you no one can really mess with this guy. So that brings like intrigue and like fear throughout the rest of this movie. Like, oh, if Hulk can't battle him, yeah. then how y'all gonna beat this dude? Especially when he gets all the stones. Yep. So I thought that was dope. I like seeing how Ragnarok ended on a happy note, and then to see this dark and grim. <laughs> Look at this opening because obviously that's the last, like, since Black Panther was an origin movie and took place in Wakanda, mm-hmm. Ragnarok was the last one that established some information on the Avengers and everybody. We're, uh, we're Korg and, um, yeah, it was, people was asking about where's Valkyrie, where's Korg. I assume they just left one like a pod. They probably was beforehand. Yeah, they were stuck in uh, the next screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, Tessa Thompson says something about, like, where she possibly oh, yeah, was she at. made but- a joke. Uh, something. Like she's clearly they they right maybe they just couldn't get them on set. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I wish they did was kind of show some sort of quick clips um of events leading up to this, just okay. so you can kind of because it just jumps straight into it. And oh, obviously yeah. we can all keep up, but it would also be cool to be like, oh, this would lead up to this because we hadn't seen some of these people in a long time, and if we yeah. did, we haven't seen them together, and a lot of them went away like. Uh, Bruce Banner, I forgot he hasn't seen none of them in mm-hmm. years, and yeah. and so just for I wish there was a little bit like it could be quick like rapid ones yeah. of you know cat first cat like all the movies just so we can see this is what Thanos was doing why the Avengers was doing this but at the sure. same time I did like they got straight to business as far as like the other stuff in the movie. Yeah, it's like almost like they felt like they had so much to go through they didn't want to put that in there. But what would have been dope is if like. As a trailer, almost they put that before the movie. That yeah, I've been sweet. If they show, yep, showed they, it right before the movie. Yeah, like a, that, they could have just made a special package of a summary of that movie that they just only played before Avengers. I think that'd have been dope. And then they like all connect, and that's what the issue was. And then like with a uh, Bruce Banner, I th- like like you said, a lot of them haven't seen him in years. Yeah, that's crazy. Like a couple years. So the fact like. Tony Stark mentioned like something about it. Yeah, something small. But I, and and I guess it's because they had a lot to touch on. It didn't seem like that he actually haven't seen them in that long because they didn't really like play on that fact, like make a big deal. Like when he saw uh, Natasha finally after you know basically just disappearing on her, they had that one little look at each other. But it, you didn't like get the genuine feel that he hasn't seen them in years. Yeah. So I wish they would have like kind of added like a couple more lines. 
to really play on the fact that this dude really just got in a jet yeah. and disappeared into space. Same with Captain America. Yeah, it does dude. not feel like he's been gone as long as they are making it seem like. Nope, even though he had came back with the, the, the hair pinned the back with the beard, looking fresh. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wish that little elements of story, I wish they could have threw some lines in there, but they was probably had this worried about this bigger, broader story. Yep. Maybe maybe when, like, the core team gets back together in this next one, they'll make, like, plays on that. Because, yeah. obviously, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers have to see each other again. Yeah, because it uh, felt weird not having – because you forget uh, they don't know who Thanos is. We, the viewers, know because yeah. they've been teasing them, but they don't know. So I kind of wanted to know more, like, what, where he come from and what's the conflict with the Avengers. Well, not I ain't had no problem with He's how just, it was. They're just basically in his way. Like I want these stones. Y'all seem to be the only ones who fighting me on it. Yeah. I don't really know who he, but he he does know who they are, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Just watching them from above. That's so. right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the movie opens up good. Is it just me or does Thanos look like a Suge Knight to you? He got that type of like his head shape. <laughs> Like maybe it's he just re- he really is. Maybe it's just because I just watched All Eyes on Me recently, and I watched uh, Unsolved, which comes on USA, which is that Tupac and Biggie unsolved uh, murder story with Suge on there. Just the, his head shape and like his face reminds me of like Purple uh, Suge. He got he got that bully vibe. Dang. Um. So we talked about the fight between Hawk and. Thanos, whatever his name is. Uh, hopefully, we get to see that again in Avengers 4, but in longer form, because that was a dope fight. And that moves into uh, New York with Doctor Strange. And when Hawk falls through. Yeah. Um, it's funny, my brother hasn't seen Doctor Strange yet, so I kept making fun of him throughout the whole movie. Like, you probably don't even know what's going on. He's doing all these <laughs> spells and stuff. He's just lost. So I thought um, his interactions with Tony Stark was dope. Yeah, I like the conflict. One thing that was it's like it's not it's not annoying or nothing. I was just watching like oh this is convenient. How many gadgets Iron Man had when he fought Thanos later in the movie? <laughs> like his had so many convenient gadgets to like that he, you would think was made to fight somebody like that, Man, but he didn't crazy. know that he was gonna fight this person. But he's so paranoid with aliens coming to attack. It kind of makes sense, but it just seemed like you got this new Iron Man suit, uh-huh. and it's just how everything works out. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, then you got Peter Parker coming in, being nosy. It still feels weird seeing Spider-Man in this universe for some reason. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. Tom Holland, he just showed how actually like a good of an actor he is uh-huh. when it comes to playing this character. Like I already said before, he embodies... What I the ideal Peter Parker is, but he showed it even more in this movie. And don't even get me started on the award worthy performance he put on at the very end of the movie. <laughs> I was like, if his, if he could act it terrible through the rest of this movie, mm-hmm. those few lines he was spewing at the end when he was dying, I was like, it, it even made me mad at Tony Stark. Like, why are you alive and <laughs> and this young child is being disintegrated? Uh, the crowd when Tony Stark both theaters where he got stabbed, everybody was like, <gasps> uh, people were shocked. They was like, people probably felt like I knew it was coming. I just it was a matter of time before he seen it. But then in my head, I was like, Robert Downey Jr. and his contracts probably like, I can't die in this movie. You know how much he made for this movie allegedly? Uh huh. A hundred million dollars. Robert they said, oh. Selfish Downey Jr. 
Say over these two movies, he's allegedly going to make a two hundred million dollars. If that's true, that is crazy. They must have been. That better be his payoff. He got to die in this next one. That is that. If that is true, that's, that is bonkers. If I was Chris Evans, I'm like, give me one fifty. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> he's literally making this money off of being the for, for taking such a small payout for the first one that is, and being the yeah, guy who started the whole thing. Yeah, that's what he's getting it for. <laughs> Chadwick should walk in the meeting, kick his feet on the table. Like, I can't tell the black crowd. <laughs> I have the big. I had <laughs> the biggest movie for a hot second. I want <laughs> no less than fifty million because you know he probably ain't get. Heavens, a few million. He should, then everybody gonna keep coming in cocky. Uh, Brie Larson will be like, "I am the reason why we win in the fourth one, yeah. so my character should get three hundred million dollars yeah, without a movie out yet." Ever since uh, Terrence Howard made more than Robert Downey Jr., he's told himself, like, "He said, you know what? Never again will I make less than any of these blacks in this movie, <laughs> let alone these lesser Caucasians." Because I want to make more money than all the actors, <laughs> the main actors combined. That's crazy. Because he made what, like fifty million for Spider-Man or something like that. That allegedly. is nuts. He got the uh, best agent in the world. If these figures are even close to being true, he got the best agents in the world. Uh, Why he want to do these little Doctor Doolittles and these uh, these Sherlock Holmes? I would do nothing. Uh-huh. Like, just call me when y'all want me to make a five minute appearance in one of these Marvel movies. Cause I'm gonna get the check. Cause people coming out to see your boy RDJ. Oh man, that's crazy. Cause he's still like, I'll say as a whole, like he's like one of my favorite. Marvel characters, but like this one, Thor shined. Like these last few movie, Thor keeps shining, and I didn't realize I haven't even paid attention to the fact that in the first movie, his eyebrows were blonde and they're no longer. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Kevin Feige said that was a bad decision. Like you don't realize how dumb he looked back then compared to how he looks like normal now. Hold on, real quick. I may have to take a call because I believe I'm gonna pause this. Well, all right. And um, uh, <laughs> uh, so we okay, so we say felt like I fell asleep in between walking away and coming <laughs> back. All right, so we are in New York. That battle, that fight scene was good with Thanos's children and Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Spider Man and not the Hulk. I would have liked them to mention the fact that literally say that. Uh, Tony Stark's and Pepper Potts are engaged. Oh, yeah. It was really like beating around a bush and kind of, kind of showing her ring. It was like maybe one of those things fell on the cutting room floor. Um, Whatever Squidward's name was in the movie. Uh, he had like a regular ebony. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny with his little snarky remarks. But that fight scene was dope. But once again, they... Love destroying New York. That's just that's just a thing that they got to do in every other Marvel mm-hmm. movie. Tear it up a little bit. Um, oh, I got a little. I think this is their salaries. Uh, Josh Brolin made like two million. Sound about right. Mark Ruffalo made three. Well, that's pretty sad. I mean, he that was Josh Brolin. Well, give me a little. Chris <laughs> Evans got. Let's uh, take forever. Eight. That can't. This can't be right. If he only getting eight, 
Chrissy Helms got. Who did he get? Come on. Eight. They're like, Chris has got eight. See, the thing is, they sign, like, for those who sign these contracts ahead of time, they uh-huh. can't really renegotiate. That's probably why Robert Downey Jr. is able to make these money. Because I keep reading, I keep coming up with new contracts right. after these movies end. So that's why oh, I make those Scarlett money. Johansson got the old 10 million. If I, if I was. Uh, Y'all crying about this Me Too? Uh-huh. And she, all right, don't let that be true. And then we all know the Robert Downey Jr. man gets his contract was fifty million per, but his contract probably ended. What did Tom Holland get? Tom Holland was three. Tom, you got three million dollars. That's a lot. Elizabeth Olsen, she got me low. Let's see what Liz is getting. Two million. She got y'all making, y'all making that Josh Brolin money. What's Benedict Cumberbatch get? If Chadwick, Chadwick probably making like Benedict got three. That's a lot. Chadwick pulling in like nine hundred thousand. <laughs> What's Chris Pratt? Yeah. What's Chris Pratt getting? Chris Pratt getting five. That's a lot. Well, that's all they got on here. What's all these Aldana getting? She better be making a. She probably making like four. I have to find the other ones. Anyways, I just want to know. Just all y'all come out and tell me what y'all making. Exactly. I was watching them do play Family Feud on like they had I guess like a Facebook live stream or something. I watched it on YouTube, and they were so ru- like there was so much ruckus going on. Like, <laughs> how did y'all contain these group of people for a on a movie set? That's they crazy. Was yelling over each other and making jokes, and the Russos clearly don't know how to play Family Feud because they was getting all the the, uh, the the rules wrong. <laughs> and Anthony Maggie kept yelling, "That's not that's not the rules. That's not how you play it." <laughs> uh, that was funny. Um. All right, then what does it jump to the the Scotland scene with Vision? And oh, the, yeah. With, uh, what's his name? Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Yeah. They didn't explain that, did they? Nope. He just got stabbed and went back to normal Vision. Didn't so, like that. So I guess without saying, he was just <laughs> pu- uh, projecting that onto his body, I guess. Yes. How did he pick that body? Exactly. Why would he just look like Paul Bettany? <laughs> What I don't. Uh, what was funny was I don't jump in scary movies really. But when he got stabbed, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, that caught me off guard. Oh man! <laughs> so that was good. They was throwing. Uh, what's her real name? Wanda. Oh yeah, they Maximoff. Was, they was throwing her around. She should have had at least a few broken bones, uh-huh. especially when she went through the little train station glass ceiling. Like oh, just yeah. fell from such at a such far up from a high or like a fast pace. You're not like superhuman. Yeah. You just a telekinetic person. There's there's no reason why your bones shouldn't be breaking. I feel like with this movie and Civil War, they had to hold back on Scarlet Witch and Vision's ability because they're pretty strong as mm-hmm. far as their powers, and they probably would have put up a bigger fight. So yeah, that, they had that, to that, cut back. That's the only weird thing, especially when they were all fighting in Civil War. Like they could have took out some people. Uh-huh. Vision basically took out uh, Rowdy or Rody or whatever his name yeah. is. Well, I did that makes sense. Like to at the beginning stab him so weaken his powers, and she basically had to like watch over him the whole time, yeah. so she couldn't really do her thing without him being in trouble. So I like that. That's why I think Vision is actually he's going to actually stay dead because he died twice. I don't want to. Yeah. If you die twice, don't resurrect him again. But her. I could see her being like one of the people who don't come back to life, but 
it's really gonna be interesting in four how how they go about like doing it. Like, could it be all these people who are like in the soul stone in the little soul world, and somehow they get the stone back and they're able to resurrect everybody from there, or based off of uh, set photos where they're in their Avengers attire where Captain America got his old suit on and Thor has his long hair back and uh-huh. they're shooting in New York. Are they going to somehow get the time stone back and go all the way from when this rocket first started? And maybe that has something to bring everybody back to life some way, or that's how they beat Thanos by going back in time. I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's what is like my anticipation for four really building them just to see how they're going to bring these people back that we know are coming back to life. Um, so yeah, I said she should have mad broken bones in her fight against Thanos's children. When, uh, when Captain America, peeked behind those, that train. Everybody in the theater was applauding. So I was like, oh, he must be y'all's favorite character then. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it. We didn't get in the theater I was in. Of course, it was completely packed, big theater. There wasn't as many as pause breaks as I thought was going to be. I guess you got to... I, I didn't get that yesterday. That Yesterday, they was dead silent except for when uh, Iron Man got stabbed. Yeah, and got the, in the movie, they was like silent. Like, so I'm like, huh, what? But when I saw it that Thursday night, that's the type of crowd I want to see uh uh, superhero movies with because they're not like talkative but when big things happening they laughing uh-huh. they uh, cheering even at the slightest thing like when the Iron Spider suit came on they was cheering for that they cheered for Cap they cheered for when Thanos came down with the Stormbreaker and started throwing it at everybody um, that's crazy when everybody was dying people was yelling especially like when Black Panther died someone was like what? <laughs> like they like nah y'all not just gonna show me this movie a few months ago and then yeah. me watch him die that don't make no sense so that was like see I rock with y'all I can deal with that but that was a theater where I sat in a seat and there was a bar in my way <laughs> I bought those tickets a, like a month or two ago I must not have sat in that theater at this movie theater <laughs> in a while because I was like oh this seat good it's like it's on the edge but it's also in the middle I sit down the little handicap section is barred off and I'm sitting right in front of it and there is like a <laughs> like this shape bar in front of my vision. I'm like, <laughs> luckily it didn't hinder the movie, but I was very upset and uncomfortable. Um, I kept looking because I need the confirmation that my boy ATJ is going to return dead. as Quicksilver. He and is. some people said they saw him on the set with everybody. That would be a big surprise because he is. they really must go back in time. Everybody comes back to life. I want that badly because <laughs> that's a waste of ATJ. He got to use you some ATJ. And, I, and I be, I'm looking at all kind of little things when they got confirmed, telling all the people that's returning. One of them said Quicksilver will be revived. Uh... They got all kind of stuff. People will probably throw a hissy fit if he comes back to life. I'm, I want, I'll be happy. I'll be cheering. Good. Thank you. You wasted him. <laughs> and then y'all can kill him again if y'all want. Just give him one more. Let him collect a little last check. They need it because if uh, Star people like Starler are gonna come around and mess stuff up, you need somebody fast who could have got that glove off quicker. Yeah, they was struggling. Star Lord. Oh my gosh. For Chris one, Pratt. Did uh, did he have a grip inside of that gauntlet? Because they were struggling to pull that off. It don't come off easy. Kind of tight fit gloves. One of them uh, OJs. It was pulling for a. <laughs> it really must have been because they was pulling for a while when he was, you know, under the mantis spell. Yeah. But that boy, Chrissy Pratt, aka Starlord, aka he? I, <laughs> Peter you, Quill. You could tell from the way he was acting in the beginning, he was going to do something silly. 
I mean, he was <laughs> what he did was very dumb, and he has to take the thorn to be the hated character. <laughs> but it also made sense, yeah, because he's he lost so many people in his life that were close to him or like were big time, like his mom, uh, Yondu. His dad. He had to yeah. kill his dad. Basically killed both his dads. Yes. I had to lose both his dads. So then he... First he didn't like Gamora. And then they grew over time to actually be in love with each other. So for him to have to... Her, her to want him to kill her. And then for him to finally get up the gall to do it. But then that just some bubbles to come out of a gun that's not really there. So then for him... For her to die on him like that. Makes sense for him to be upset and him mm-hmm. to wild out and ruin the whole plan. He really did. So he got to take the thorn to be the hated guy. <laughs> Doctor, and people were saying, why didn't Doctor Strange just use his time stone to go back in time and prevent that? And I guess it has to do with the only one outcome had must meant that he had to do he had to do that stupid thing. Yep. He had to save Iron Man. He had to give the stone away because that's the only way that everything would be prevented. Which makes me think that the title for the next Avengers would be something like Avengers Endgame. And then what comes blaring from the speakers? Big uh, reputation. Big reputation. Played. <laughs> All right, y'all threw this movie because that movie only had two songs in it. That was crazy. Ludwig, Black Panther theme, and then I forget what that song is called. But, other song. but the first time I saw the movie, I was just so taken aback how the movie, and I just wasn't like paying attention to the credits. The second time. There was so many names. Uh-huh. I was like, look at all the Asian names that did the CGI in this movie. It was so it really was a lot. Many I like it. So each, it took forever. Each one of these people had to get paid. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much they get paid. Is, now, yeah, I want to know that. Not only do they have to get paid, the the company has to put up the money to get the stuff that they're using uh-huh. to get there's no way this movie costs like $300 million. Especially if Robert Downey Jr. is taking that much money for himself. <laughs> there's there's no... Right. They must mean literally just the stuff we used on set yeah. all cost $300 million. And they probably still made their whole budget back this week. Uh-huh, and they doubled it. <laughs> easy. I, DC? I, it's easy for Marvel. DC couldn't crack 100 with Justice League. And that had all the heroes. <laughs> all their prominent guys. They couldn't get. They should have been What's able the to next do next movie. Aquaman. Yep. Aquaman? Fifty million. That's what that's gonna make tops. And that's <laughs> off the strength of James Wan himself. I was about to say that's <laughs> off the strength. It's just a comic book movie. <laughs> uh, ain't nothing else going out this weekend. I say James Wan could get about what thirty to fifty you, with I the contract. He can get you thirty. And so himself. he can, he gonna get Jason Momoa gonna get you one. He gonna get you the five Game of Thrones fans that actually remember his character from the first. That season. is crazy. They couldn't crack 90. It's because their promotion was trash. They shouldn't have played no trailers. They should have let no news leak. They were leak. showing trailers for two years. And people were saying, like, when they said the next Avengers comes out next year, they're like, when are we going to see the trailer next month? I was like, nah, they didn't show the first trailer for this one till like, the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So they probably not going to show the next one till they got to wait till this movie goes to theaters, they makes this little run on Blu-ray real they quick. They need to let Ant-Man get, it, get they $60 million over with. I like it. Ant Man, the first one was good, but I can't tell you how much I could wouldn't be mad if they pushed this one back. Yes, I don't because the, the way I feel after seeing that one, don't they need to stop letting Ant Man in the phases? <laughs> which I can't keep up with the phases any longer. Nope. I don't remember. I don't know if we're on four yet. Or I can't remember if Ant Man's ending it again. I think he is. Probably. I don't know. Who knows? They really shouldn't this because it just doesn't feel right. Like because especially since his 
It's just like a, a off movie like that happened before this or the. They said it starts off before and then it. Some of it's while the other stuff is happening. How how long did this last then? So he just gonna watch a news clip and then <laughs> go about beating his villain. And he's probably gonna it's get bad. So, his solo. <laughs> like my villain is nothing compared to theirs. This is about to be easy. This might be a breeze. <laughs> they over there struggling. So when the people start uh, disintegrating, is one of them gonna disintegrate too? I'm, I'm, say, I'm assuming that happens at the end of this movie. Credits go, then they disintegrate during the credits. Because mm-hmm. Paul Rudd was on the set with the other Avengers while they were shooting the movie. Uh-huh. In their old New York attire. So that's what makes me think there's going to be a time. They're going to do something with time. Which means... Time travel. Aaron Taylor Johnson returns as Quicksilver. Because if they bring back any of them other people that should stay dead, nope. bring him back. You know what the Affinity Stone should have did? Like when after he snapped his fingers and then it like, like burnt a little bit. They should have did like Dragon Balls. Them things scatter across the uh-huh. universe again. <laughs> so and the next they, one you got to find them. Uh-huh. They could have did. It could have been like I just read somewhere they could call the Affinity Crusade. They go on a crusade to try to get all the everybody trying to rack up. Thanos not really thinking about them. The Avengers go to rack them up themselves. They got Rocket who can drive the spaceship uh-huh. or whatever. They go to a little different universes and whatnot. Go gather the stones. They find that the one they find like early is the time stone and they say forget the other ones. We're going to use the time stone to go back mm-hmm. in time to prevent a lot of this stuff from happening and destroying that, actually destroying the world where uh, those little aliens were coming out of and do it that way. But mm-hmm. um, I want to know how, why certain of them got disintegrated like that. It really has to do, it's more money than anything. They want to, all the people that left are people who actually got, they have still a future here. The yeah, old, I know why they, I know why in real life, uh, they, in the, movie, yeah, in the movie. They're probably just thinking, they really want you to think it's just random, but it's random that the OG stayed. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> Thor, <laughs> Iron Man, See, Captain America. <laughs> maybe since Thor is not really He's a god, so he's untouchable, maybe. That's what Brianna was telling me. Iron Man's is the one that's most like, I forced him to stay. <laughs> he should have died with a stab. He got stabbed. He, he had a convo after his, <laughs> his stabbing. Yeah, he just uh, used that whatever to close the hole mm-hmm. up, and he was good. He was good to go. <laughs> it's just random. Like, they kept the OGs, and then they kept, like, the super side characters from the movies. Yeah, they, so- they don't want to go too big to be the sidekicks. You got to go. They kept Nebula. And a what is it, a Koye or whatever uh-huh. it is, and Rocket. Tess. <laughs> you gotta have people like that. Rocket's a main one. I would rather Groot because it was Groot and Spider Man. Where I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I can't deal. I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> this is stressing me out. I know they're coming back. Rocket wasn't too stressed when Groot died this time. Like, oh, I've been through this before. Yeah, he was like, but I thought that whole scene was dope because they cut off the music. It was somber, and everybody was looking. They really had that confused face, like, what is mm-hmm. going on? <laughs> and for one, where was Thor at? While everybody was getting knocked out, punched, <laughs> thrown to the side, he was all the way uh-huh. back there. What was he doing? If he would have came up a lot earlier before he got, or he grabbed the last stone, we could have prevented all this. Yep. <laughs> but Steve Rogers coming up, getting pushed to the side several times. I don't know what Black Widow thought she was going to do when she ran over there. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow is out of her mind. Even at the beginning when she was fighting Thanos' uh, children, like, she has no powers. <laughs> she really She is brave. I, I, don't even real, I didn't even realize her fighting skills was that excellent. <laughs> yep. 
because Okoye was getting beat up by the, the yeah, one girl, but <laughs> Natasha was able to hold her own. <laughs> like, all right. And then when they both was running towards Thanos and uh, Okoye through the spear. Oh, yeah. When she was, uh, Black Widow just there for support? Because <laughs> yeah. when was she going to throw a kick? <laughs> there was nothing good that was going to yeah, come. He was taking them out. And then Bucky came with the blicky. <laughs> yeah, that, Bucky. That ain't work. <laughs> he looked... Because he was one of the last people. So he looked very stupid. <laughs> Shoot. Like, at least Steve Rogers is strong. He was able to hold the fist. Yeah. That scene was also funny. Because once Thanos was so surprised that he was able to hold his own, he just realized, I forgot I had this whole other fist over here. Yeah. <laughs> I could just knock you out with. Like, oh, yeah, let me get out of my way. Nah, that was crazy. That would have been f- Did Falcon fly over there? I believe- yeah, because he was shooting from his wings. All right, fam. Just some of y'all, just y'all. I don't, I don't know. They thought they were about to be the heroes. <laughs> that cracks me up. Like I can do it. Bucky, Bucky. After seeing everybody else go down, he said, "My bullets is going to take out Thanos." Okay. Oh man. You saw uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Banner. Did he even run over in the Hulkbuster? I feel like he just stayed back the whole time. I, I know. Got beat up I know. In the trailers, they show him running towards him as the Hulk. In that scene where, oh, <laughs> but say we didn't even see that scene at all, and they they definitely were just shooting scenes. Uh huh. That lets you know they were just whipping scenes up to throw people off. I com- that's what they did for Ragnarok. I completely forgot that he was at he was the hawk in that scene. Maybe they're gonna save that for the next one. Or like those, oh, because with the time stone, they run it back. Uh huh. And they he okay. he has the hawk. I can't uh. wait. I can't wait for Captain Marvel now, and I can't wait. Or, yeah, I want to see that because at the end credits, you have Maria Hill and uh, Nick Fury. Uh, they run into some of the trouble before they get disintegrated. Uh, he tries to call Captain Marvel on a uh, pager. Yeah, I don't know what that's. And why up. does her logo appear on the pager? <laughs> that thing was like, we have no clue how to actually tease her, so we just go show this logo. Mind you, in all the Seth photos, she's still in that green and blue suit. I know. That's a, and uh, Samuel <laughs> Jackson got that. <laughs> he got that little wig or whatever on to let him have some hair. What happens to him over these he gets cancer. 18 years? Yeah, why is he bald now? <laughs> he gets skinnier. Yeah. Because he was chunky in that set photo. <laughs> he had a crazy haircut. He loses his eye. He loses his eye. <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie going to answer a lot of questions. Yep. How they going to de-age uh, Clark Gregg? <laughs> yeah, that's... How they going to bring... Or how is Ronan in? They going to de-age all of them. <laughs> and how does she get from that suit to this suit? And how is she so powerful that right. she's the reason... Because, I mean, she is part alien. So, I guess maybe she just got the strength to go heads up with him. Oh, man. That's going to be crazy. And that movie comes out in March... Like, they put some of these movies a little too close together. So yeah. Maybe in the, before it sounded good, but... This movie, if what if this movie see what they should have did was they just shouldn't have announced any of the movies, just to just to really scare you to make you think they really just all yeah, black Panther crazy, and then let you sit with it for three years. I don't know. Sitting there stressed for three years, I would have had a heart attack. Like yeah. they really did it. They they booed. <laughs> I was like, this movie sucks. Especially with, <laughs> with Spider Man and 
They would have killed their brand if they would have went bold like that. They really should have. <laughs> serious, kill Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we killed Michael B already. <laughs> right, yeah. Y'all thought we was going to stay black? <laughs> Please. <laughs> we, was, we don't like that a black movie was successful, <laughs> so we don't want to see that again. Act like it never happened. There was some uh, real solid irony with Peter Dinklage playing a giant elf. Yeah, that scene came out very comical. Like, was this intentional <laughs> or unintentional? Uh, but that scene was funny. I was rolling when, uh, he, when he was holding the little thing open to get the star power out and he was like some some you'll die and then he uh Thor was like it, ha- it would have to kill me first or something like that and he was like that is what <laughs> that was funny <laughs> like i thought the the balance this movie had with being one of the darker entries or the darkest entry of the mcu and also being one of the funnier ones yeah, that was good how balanced that very well because usually like these you're you're cutting into the serious tension by having a joke that doesn't really fit, but I thought this one did it very well. Drax was funny throughout the whole thing. When Mantis was on Titan, just jumping in the background. That was funny. Like, Brianna kept pointing to her when we were watching it. And in the background, she was doing a lot of crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Like, when she was walking and she would hold her hands, like, in, like, in a fist shape. Like, the fist was like a gun and she would just crouch. That was hilarious. Drax was funny. Yeah, he was, he was like, how long have you been standing there? Oh, yeah, and then when, and then when <laughs> Mantis came over. <laughs> hey, Drax. This movie actually somehow hard to describe because uh, it's like the setup is pretty simple as far as what keeps taking place. It's like this Thanos comes, gets that, they uh, fight, and then gets that stone. Mm. But it definitely is not a standalone movie. Nah. If you haven't seen it in the MC movies, you'll be pretty lost from jump. None of the impact will hit hard. <laughs> yeah, you gotta literally have seen all these movies. Like I remember, I remember vividly seeing Iron Man when it first came out. Like, dang, this is where it all started. They're just going from there. Fifteen years old. That is crazy. <laughs> dang. Then I remember because uh, my mom, she's only seen like the last few, but she saw this and actually, or she said afterwards, like, yeah, I was lost. I was. She was like, "Who was the blonde and the redhead?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, "Crazy." I was like, "Oh yeah, Black Widow hasn't been in like she wasn't in Black Panther or Guardians yeah, or Spider Man." Last time we seen her was Civil War, and she didn't see that one. And yeah, Scarlet Witch hasn't been in any of those since then either. So or Thor Ragnarok, like man, yeah. and it it definitely like we were talking about made me less excited for Ant Man and the Wasp. But I definitely want to see what they're gonna say about everything in that movie. Yeah, like that movie, like the trailer was dope. Mm-hmm. The movie looks like it'll probably be better than the first Iron Man, and the first Iron Man was great. But it's just like the impact from this movie is still like I'm gonna feel it when I'm watching that movie. I'm like, I want to know what happened to. Him. I want to know. How yeah, I'm just gonna be sitting there thinking, like, where everybody else at? That's how this movie is so good. You can tell me. Before even before I watch the movie, yeah, we got a Black Panther sequel coming out in a few years. Uh, we're gonna start shooting Spider Man Two this summer, mm-hmm. uh, all that, and now you can still show me this movie, show them die, and I know they're coming back. Especially on top of the fact that Marvel can kill you, and then nine times out of ten, that uh, one time being Quicksilver, bring you back to life. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you can do all that, but these movies are so good, and I'm so invested. Like you can wipe them off all at once, and I'ma still feel like they dead forever. Like if they bring in, if they can bring back Clark Gregg and stuff. <laughs> Clark Gregg got his own TV show, which may or may not be getting canceled here. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what else? I didn't. I thought Thor was gonna go without having an eye for a little bit longer, even yeah, though yeah, they wanted they wanted to correct that in any way they could. 
Like, okay, because especially like the directors, they was talking about like, oh yeah, you're still gonna feel the like the repercussions from Ragnarok. Like they didn't say he was only gonna feel it for half the movie, even though the toys gave it away, like toys always do. Uh-huh. Revealed his his new weapon. Really, he actually got an eye. That's a different color now. Yeah, and I believe the toys even revealed something that's probably gonna happen in the next one, where Hawk busts out of the Hawkbuster suit. Oh yeah, and saw that one. Um, I already talked about Peter Dinklage. Groot was underused in this movie, but you know, whatever. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't see Gamora being one of the ones who died, especially the, at the fact or the way she died. But yeah, I surely didn't. The way she died was dope, and it actually gave Josh Brolin like uh, time to actually show some emotion through them CGI. He killed his daughter, <laughs> and she was giggling like. You ain't getting your stone. He was like, well, you know, yes, I am. <laughs> and that's when we've seen the return of Red Skull, which, did y'all just bring him back to be a tour guide? I guess. Just wanted to I, give I, you a little. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I would much rather that figure have been just a ghostly figure that explains it to you. I mean, it's always cool to see a character that we've been looking to see again. Yeah. But if this is going to be the last time we see him, then I'm just like, I could have did with somebody less less important. Um, what else we got? I would have liked to have seen Thanos get every stone. Like even if it's in like a quick montage, like of him going to Xandar, Xandar destroying that place to get the power stone, oh, yeah. or um, snatching just snatching the stone from the collector. I was like, collector was funny. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe that was actually. Uh, What's his name? Oh, yeah. Because I was looking at him, and I was hearing him like, that does not seem like uh, Benicio yeah. Del Toro. Yeah, like that, that is something to look up. It looks, it, they said, I think I saw his name in the credits or oh, yeah, something. I think it was. But I'm like, I just. <laughs> I, I like that James Gunn and Taika Waititi were uh, producers on this. Oh, yeah, they definitely, because you had to feel. Yeah, with Thor and Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy and so much. Yeah. Guess Ryan Coogler didn't get to put his little input. It was like, we can write black. <laughs> we, don't, we speak jive. <laughs> That's how you got the Starbucks reference. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because black people really never cared for Starbucks all like that. That's why we only go in there to wait for our peoples. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't go in there to I'll get coffee. Yeah, but now we can't even go in there to wait for our peoples because we get arrested. But whatever. Right. But yeah, that's what you know. He didn't write that. He's like, I would definitely not have wrote. He would have said like a Footlocker or something. Ain't they should have Donald Glover come up and punch this one up like he did Black Panther. Hey, since he got free time, since he can't do Deadpool anymore. Um, oh, yeah, taking stuff away from him. Now you gotta go promote this movie that people ain't gonna like, probably. Did you see the last episode of Atlanta? Oh, uh, yeah, that episode was funny. I knew it. So he was mouthing off in the car. That like, was. You are about to get worked. <laughs> that scene looked real. <laughs> the anger he was pr- projecting. And that seemed like a dude who knows he can beat the other dude up, how he act like. Uh huh. Like, stop playing. Like, yeah. just playing. I don't wanna do this to you. Pulled like, and got the jacked up, was sitting in that car, beat up. And like, and like, uh, Atlanta likes to do next episode is just about something else. <laughs> like they, they connect everything, but it don't be focusing on that same topic. Nope. Like they'll make like slight references to it. Yep, but... That's why Paperboy was still had bandages and stuff on this episode mm-hmm. after the woods episode. That episode was crazy. Yeah. This show is really showing you that it can be all different types of genres. They, really, <laughs> they did a horror episode, drama. <laughs> Uh, he was he was trying his hardest to work those kids when they were jumping them. He right. had that gun almost out of uh-huh. that kid's hand. 
Like, dang, I don't know Paperboy is superhuman. <laughs> Paperboy. I don't know why he's so famous off that one mixtape. <laughs> and it's cracks me up. Every time I hear they play that song, that is clearly not what's his name's voice. It really it's is not. not. even close to, <laughs> if he was to ever be a rapper, he would never sound, his voice wouldn't be that light. That cracks me up. <laughs> like, what I know in some of them songs they be playing by some of the art, other artists, it's Donald Glover performing <laughs> them. <laughs> That, that probably really him. Like that black Justin Bieber episode. That's that's Donald Glover singing. That, that cracks me up when that uh Ted when he was playing Teddy or whatever. Oh yeah. I was like, that looks so familiar. Uh-huh. I thought, like, it took me like ten minutes to figure like oh, that's Donald Glover under there. <laughs> um, all right, what else was we talking about? We we're talking about the balance. Um, we already talked about Iron Man's upgrades. All right, so then we get to the Battle of Wakanda. And then, or is it, then they're doing that, and then the Titan battle. I think, I think that the, the when they were fighting on Titan, I think that, like, as a pure action scene, that was probably my favorite one of the entire movie. Because you got to see, like, a plan, to, like, different ways to try to come at fighting Thanos. Like, you had the Hulk try to just go straight up with him and fight him physicality-wise. That didn't work. And then they tried to... And then here they try to, like, outsmart him, but it's still his strength and the fact that he got these stones. Most of the stones already just didn't work. And you got to see Iron Man, how he can go heads up with them and how that would turn out. I mean, he almost had him, but, you know, yeah. and again, didn't work. So, <laughs> but I thought just the way everybody played their part in there, that was dope. Uh, when he pulled the moon, when he pulled pieces of the moon down, I was the only person in the, in the theater who got a kick out of that. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> this dude literally just reached up. Broke apart the moon and threw it down at y'all. And they yeah. know, ain't nobody just like gasping or like making any sort of noise. Like, that is crazy. That's funny. So that was dope. It was just, that ending is crazy. That ending is. That's the end of all ground. Didn't end on, they weren't, definitely weren't eating that shawarma at the end of this. That's what I th- that was dope because somebody pointed out like how, like usually like Marvel movies, they they have like a little like, artsy scheme going on through the uh the credits for most of them this one just went straight black lettering didn't even show like any uh-huh. graphics in the background let y'all know like the type of movie this is like, and that's bold for a movie that's this high like this this powerful and this big and this popular that they would end it on that note but i was like that's the perfect way to end it like y'all talk about them not y'all talk about them being so formulaic and the movies all go the same way and, and they villains ain't yeah they villains are trash they la- they last few villains been dope i want to say they on point right now like because you started with michael keaton yep vulture hella killmonger thanos think, like and then i'm pretty sure we're gonna back, go back down for ant-man yeah well whatever that villain was yeah that female villain whoever she is and then go back up so uh, i mean hey we can't hit can't be hits every time but i think so I think they're starting to, you know, this deep in, they're starting to write some of their issues, I guess, that they have. And that just is a good sign to come. Like, usually if you go this deep into something, you're like, all right, I'm getting sick of them. But uh-huh. the, the reviews keep getting as good or better, or if not far off, like, you don't see, like, any 60% anymore. Like, he was getting with, like, Dark World and, like, Age of Ultron. <laughs> that is crazy. Which cracks me up, because still to this day, if you one, some days you'll ask me, I'm like, Age of Ultron is better than the Avengers. And some <laughs> days you'll ask me, I'm like, the Avengers is better than Age of Ultron. If you ask me what my favorite Marvel movie is now, yep. I probably will say uh, 
The, what's this war? It's just tough. I was asking Brianna if she liked this one better than Black Panther. I was waiting to see her biased response, but she actually said this one was better. Okay. But then I was reading a bunch of reviews that said this movie is not better than Black Panther and stuff like that. So I'm like, I mean, it just depends on what you want. This is one is hard to gauge anyways because it's not a movie. It's an event. Yep. And they better not put it in no regular Blu-ray case either when I go buy it. They better come in a fist. <laughs> yeah, I want a little, I want a gauntlet, and I want to put that in my on my shelf. I want each Blu-ray disc to be a, <laughs> one of the stones. That would be dope. <laughs> just different, six different Blu-rays that play the same thing, just uh-huh. in a different case. That would be sweet. That would be that would be dope. Um, so I mentioned Tom Holland gave an award-worthy performance during Spider-Man's death. I was like, really had to look over to the side as if I was watching Toy Story 3. Like, <laughs> dang, I know uh, Andy was giving up his toys again. Or I didn't know uh, Oscar Grant was dying on those <laughs> those Fruitville, the, that Fruitville platform. Like, whoo. Like, dang, this dude, this kid is a really good actor. I apologize for ever doubting your skills. Yeah. This could have been Dylan O'Brien's tall self. I'm like, Dylan. <laughs> like, no, Mr. Stark. Uh, Goodbye, uh, Dylan. <laughs> Fade away. <laughs> I was just really sitting there like, this is over? <laughs> like, this is I over. was exhausted. I was like, it was bedtime after this, after I get home. I had a headache. Uh-huh. The rest of the night and into the day of work the next day. <laughs> and I was mad. Like, I'm just sitting around a bunch of people who just don't want to talk about it because they haven't seen it or don't care. Like, I need more movie friends. <laughs> that felt so crazy. That was nuts. I was like, I need to discuss this movie right now because this is insane. I couldn't. I was just sitting there. I think I sat through the whole credits, just like, just trying to gather myself because uh-huh. I didn't. I was so taken back by what was happening. And even though I read kind of a spoiler where they was talking about how the ending was so sad and so what's it called, but that still didn't affect. That didn't change how I felt about it because once uh-huh. I was watching the movie, I forgot about really all the spoilers I was reading. I, mean, I was just sitting there like, needs a little bit more of this movie. They ain't never ended one where it's clearly in part two coming. Yeah. Got a year away. Hopefully some time will pass. I'll forget about this. It definitely, I don't feel right just going back and watching Black Panther anytime <laughs> soon because I'm still, I need some time off from this movie. I say, that's how I felt when I first left. But then as the days went past, I was like, I really want to see this movie again. I'm, I was itching to see it as if I haven't seen it already. I'm just like, this movie is... This movie is real good. Like yeah, I just I definitely want to see it again. I got to go back and see it. Then just run it. It's like, you know, you're about to go down this this easy path because it's easy to go through. Then you realize, like, you got some dogs that's about to chase you once you get to the end or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could just skip the end part, but then go through the rest of the path. Dang. That's crazy. That's good. That's crazy when a movie can, like, like you leave, like, that was too much. I don't know if I can deal with that again. Yeah, that's then, rare. Then turn right back around, like, but I still want to really watch the movie. Yeah. Again. That's probably what crack feel like. <laughs> I'm just gonna take this little second hit real quick, and then I'll be good. Like I don't like the fact that it makes me steal my t- people's TVs mm. and breaking people's houses, but it kind of feel good. I'm gonna may I just do it one last time, just to end it up, and I won't do it again until Blu-ray. That's how I feel about <laughs> like my cherry Pepsi's. I like get the itch, like I really want it. <laughs> then I get it, and it burns the whole way going down. I don't even enjoy the bottle. I'm like I feel super fat after drinking this. I'm all tired next time mm. I do any activities. But then a couple of days later, I'm like, I really got a cherry Pepsi kick. And we just going to go through the same cycle all over again. Um, all right. So who is, would you say Thanos is your favorite villain now? Or I'm pro- I probably will say him just because he's by far the most menacing size wise. His motives, what he was able to do. 
Uh, obviously, Michael B. Jordan is up there. Wait, yeah, definitely. I think Thanos is that one. Josh, Bro- and obviously Michael Keaton's performance is always great. Yeah, like these every, these motives that they have lately actually make sense. Like they're just they're anti heroes. They're not yeah. not anti heroes. They're just antagonists. They're not even really villains. Because even though Thanos, what he did was ridiculous. He had his reasoning. And I thought, like, I thought he was going to be, like, more of a brutal, like, straight, like, I'll fight anybody who gets in my way type of villain. He did a little of both. Yeah, and it, it really wouldn't have made sense for him to do that because he knows that he can beat all these people. And we know that he can beat all these people. So seeing him go, like, fist of cuffs with Drax, who really thinks that he can beat him for some reason. Yeah, Drax is funny. <laughs> like, bro, you can't. So the fact that he, like, kind of not even really, like, he doesn't really want to kill people. But if you get in his way to do what he feels is right... He will have to, but he left a lot of people alive. Uh-huh, it was nice. Like he could have killed Star Lord a while ago. He could have killed Drax. He could have killed almost everybody he came in contact with a while ago. But he was just like, I'm not really trying to kill you. I'm just trying to balance out humanity. So if you go, you go. Yeah. But if you get in my way or you lie to me or you try to take something from me, then I'm gonna have to kill you. So I thought that was dope. But I think I still it's really hard between him and Killmonger because Killmonger's reasoning, he was just like a very extreme reasoning like for what he, had, what he was doing but his like in the time frame that we're in it just his felt real current and felt like real real life and then Thanos just felt like on the menacing factor he was up there so it's, it's really a toss up on any day I could feel a certain way but all I know is one thing I hated X-Men Apocalypse even more after watching this movie <laughs> I'm like y'all's purple villain was trash <laughs> in the order of purple villains Thanos Ivan Ooze, <laughs> then Apocalypse. You is a garbage. Oh, speaking of Infinity Wars Blu-ray, you can already pre-order them. They got the picture of the cases. I shouldn't get it. Marvel don't be playing no more. They be releasing the pre-orders for their movies the day after the Because we know, we know what we're going to do. We're going to put it out in this day. If it's still at the movies, it's still at the movies. It don't matter. Uh-huh. But this, this movie damaged X-Men Apocalypse for me. And I already didn't like that movie. Justice League. And I already didn't really care for that movie that much. It's just like, <laughs> these movies are just, they're taking stray bullets just because uh-huh. of stuff that they did in the past. Um, are we really about to <laughs> We had two hours and 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we really are going to head towards three hours. Holy, we're about to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas gift. Oh, I would never get sold. It just never gets sold. That's a whack one. It just never gets sold. All right, so only X-Men like X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> that is that's probably the best bar you've ever nah, seen. Nah, my yeah. best bar, and we all know it. Everybody say it with me. Web series. Spider Man is awful. Nothing's harder than that. What else is some hard bars? Kit Kat. That's not even depends on <laughs> if it's sitting in the car. I don't think it's too hard. But we all know one of the other hardest bars ever. That's obvious. Jenny Slate. That's one of the best bars I ever spit. That is for that's a blind saliva. Because I'm supposed to see a word there that that you didn't even say. I'm a bar jumper. I don't that don't even make sense. Nobody's a bar jumper like me. Alright, so I was I got I was praising this movie like jump bars. Hurdles. Okay, like I said, I was I was praising this movie so much, I ended off on like a what a negative. <laughs> uh, so if you watch the movie, they have the different groups are in different places, so they cut back and forth from those. 
some of them times where they was cutting in between those scenes, it felt a little abrupt and like I would have like pushed the scene forward just a little bit more and then cut to a different scene, but it still it doesn't change how I'm viewing the movie. Just if I want to like really get nitpicky and start really focusing on like technical stuff, I was there. But the Russo brothers still did a great job. Everybody was funny. Great movie, great action, great visuals, great story, great villain, great movie. Like I said, this is a, this should be an event. This should be only out, out for a weekend, and then you can go. I don't know. I wouldn't even release it on Blu-ray. I would wait a year for Avengers Four to come out. <laughs> That's only released for a weekend. Then I throw them out in a box set. But what do I know? All right, you got anything else you want to say on this great movie? Nope. I think that's it. That's a classic movie. Right now, we pretty much that's sealed up as probably my top movie of the year. Yep. Uh, and it'll be very. You got to put on a banger to surpass that. The only way this movie gets passed for me is if I get like a an enemy or a lobster. And even then, it probably won't pass because this movie is not a movie. It is an event. So I will put all my bias ahead of it and still let this movie, just because of the impact that it had. Impact and quality, this movie will probably not move from the top spot of the year. So, But we'll revisit that come the end of the year. We still got, quote unquote, plenty of time left. All right, so before we head on out of here... Who's, who's stinking up the joint? Movies we plan on seeing real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you remember because I surely didn't. I kind of want to see Avengers again, obviously, and I want to see Tully, the movie with oh, yeah. Charlize Theron, Diablo Cody, Jason Reitman. I want to see that, too. Oh, I see. If I don't see Avengers again, then really nothing out. Uh-huh. Like I pers- I really didn't feel comfortable seeing I feel pretty this weekend. I definitely don't want to see it with the bad <laughs> reviews. I didn't want to see it even before that. So I'll put if I see some, I guess it'll probably be that or Tully, I guess. Yep. And alright. I don't know how this show ends. Who says been bar technician Joaquin Pennyworth push a cake, hi Anya. Fossil man. Uh, sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Uh, uh, and that's uh, the <laughs> see some boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Pratt's in the third, aka Slim Nate, aka Slim Pickens, aka uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Leo B. Gyllenhaal. It's Bar Lord. Oh my gosh! I can't forget Baby Nate. Uh, Namora. Uh, yeah, I want no more of these names. <laughs> Whoa, I'm a quick bar smith. Quick, quick bar smither. <laughs> All right, so I guess we guess we're going to end this off. Leo Jackson sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Oh, my Nina sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. Taylor Kish sucks. Romany Malco sucks. Chinky sucks. Shout out to Ansel Elgert. It's time for bed. Right, Good, that's a- the new ending. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Gun game, go click it, declack. Young, nah. <laughs> <laughs>